What's going on, everybody? My name is Timothy Cato III, and this is I Got More To Say. Today, I have local Rochester rapper, barber, businessman, and strongman, King Persona, also known as Paris, with me here. Today, we're going to be talking about his life, his career, and music, and also is going to be giving you tips about how to get yourself in shape. Enjoy. Last What's Last going on, King? How you doing? Another day, man. Another day. <laughs> Look awfully swole over there, player. Hey, you know, you know, you know how to go, dude. <laughs> nah, I feel you, P. How you feel today? I'm right, man. I'm great. I can't say I never say good. I say great, man, because it's another day, man. Mm -hmm. To do better than I did yesterday, so. That's a fact. You know, you actually yeah. taught me about that word great. Like, I remember mm -hmm. one day I texted you, and um, I said good morning, and I asked you something, mm -hmm. and you said great morning, Kato, and I'm like, great morning. Yeah. I'm like, damn, I got a ring to it. And ever yeah. since you said that, I rarely ever say good morning. I say great morning. Yeah, great morning. Yeah, indeed. I've been on that for like a week. Mm -hmm. So anytime I greet somebody, great morning. Indeed. Yeah. For sure. Because, so. I mean, it's, it's, it helps on the other end. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. when, when you're speaking through them lines or them texts, for a person to hear great versus yeah. good, it's like... And hey, you say it to yourself. Yeah, because you're reading it. Great morning. Indeed. Yeah, not mm -hmm. for a fact. Well, P, look, thank you so much for being here. I got more to say. Oh, uh, uh, You are one of the first artists no that I've actually ever oh, had. Word. Yes. Okay. Okay. If, I, if my memory recollects, like, you know, I always say people are artists in different ways. Yes, sir. But as far as, like, the music and, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, what really the basis of the conversation is about, I think you're the first artist. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're the first Rochester artist. Yeah. Actually. That's dope. Yeah. And actually, excuse me, dope. my boy Frank's was the first artist, but you're the first Indeed. one from here. Indeed. So, yeah. That's dope. I, but um, P, real quick, if you want, um, if you don't mind, please just tell the listeners who you are, a little bit about yourself, what it is that you do. You know, you're a man of many things. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. I like to give a platform for you know you to introduce yourself. Indeed. Uh, my name is Paris. Okay. Paris Rufus. I was born and raised here in Rochester, New York. Um, I'm OG, low key. Say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? '80s baby. There you go. Um, you know. I've been a barber in the, in, in the Rochester area for about 22 years now. Um, many different shops, had my own as well, um, and just been pre pretty much investing in the community, you know. Um, to be honest with you, I had my ins and my outs, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, hard times, ups, downs, you know. Um, moved around a lot as a child, so, you know, I know all sides of the city, mm -hmm. you feel me? Um, I just, I just, you know, got to a point where I wanted to be a good representation, you know, of of a man from Rochester, man. Cause it, it, I mean, we go to different places, man, and we ain't got the best reps, but it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? So That's me right. being who I am, you know what I mean? I just, I just tend to really try and spread that peace and positivity in this day and age, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We all had our rough times. We all was, you know what I mean? Especially from my era, you know, a lot of guys was in the streets. The streets was. The streets, then you know what I'm saying. It's different now, but mm -hmm. you know, other than that, man, just you know what I'm saying. Just, just basically embracing, you know, this part of my life mm -hmm. here in Rochester versus how it was, you know, when I was younger. So man, it's a lot going on, man. You know what I'm saying. The crime rate is crazy. Um, you know, th th the kids growing up too fast. You mm -hmm. know, it's just a lot of things that's missing that was going on when I was coming up. But you know, oh. Um, as far as the artist part, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Definitely. I am I am an artist, man. I've been doing music since I was 12, so mm -hmm. that's another thing. Like, that was a heavy investment, yo. Like, I done had, like, six different studio setups, and mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Went from, you know what I mean, 
the five button recorder in front of the karaoke machine, like Sheesh. yeah, that type of time. It was real like, back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, or just the five button recorder, and we rapping over other people, mm. like literally, <laughs> literally rapping right. over other people to, you know, setups changing. You know, what I mean, getting a computer, putting one together. You know, what I mean, mm. Psh, go ahead find a program, you know, if somebody had it or something like that, they might have gave it to me, Reason, Fruity Loops, you know, stuff like that back then. Um, Pro Tools was big, but you really ain't had your hands on it. It was it was pretty steep in price, so, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Other than that, though, um, I really got into it real heavy when uh, Cool Round Time Cool Edit Pro came out. Mm -hmm. So that was like, you know what I mean? The, a, a way to get the music out there. CDs was big around that time, you know that what I'm saying? So era. it was hand-to-hand, -hand, you know, whether you was getting a dollar to five dollars, you know what I'm saying? Um, I've been in the production and uh, engineering ever since the start, man, you know what I'm saying? Been in and out a lot of different studios in the town as well, um, cross paths with a lot of guys from here, uh, in and out. With, with, you know, in passing, mm -hmm. I would say that, you know what I'm saying? So my face is well known in the city though, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people know me. Um, the ones who don't, it's, it's no problem to get, you know, familiar either, you know what I mean? Cause I'm I'm pretty, you know, pretty Very cool, approachable. you know what I mean? Uh -huh. Down to earth guy, but. The way we met is by you coming up having a conversation with me. Indeed, yeah, so you already know, it's just, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, now it's, now it's about that love, that peace and that positivity though. Definitely not. That's what's up, P. And P, you also got, I mean, P, you can't sit up here built like Arnold Schwarzenegger, P. Hey, man. Hey, man, look, man. Oh, yo, I'm definitely in that gym, man. So, so, so I, would, I would say I'm a gym king. I would say that. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna, I, I don't got no affiliation with these rats, you know what I'm saying? But, um, I'm, I'm a gym king. I stay in there. I'm, I'm very dedicated to the gym, man. I'm in there every day if I could be. You know what I'm saying? I might take a day off here and there, but mm -hmm. for the most part, you in there. I'm in there. Yeah, dedicated. I'm in there. That's the lab. That's mm -hmm. the laboratory. Mad scientist activity going on over here. You feel me? <laughs> I got you, Pete. Well, Pete, yeah. thank you for that introduction. Sure. Paris, um, first thing you mentioned, talk to, when first thing you did when you introduced, introduced yourself, you mm -hmm. said, hey, I'm from Rochester. Paris, what was growing up in Rochester like during your era? Cause your era was was I've heard stories and yeah. all sorts of things. So what was it like from your perspective? Cause as you said, you've been all throughout the town. Right. It was it was fun though. Mm -hmm. Like I will be honest with you, it was fun mm -hmm. in the beginning. Yeah. In the beginning, it was very fun. Like uh, we kind of briefly spoke on that um, on the way over here mm -hmm. when I was saying like the neighborhoods. Like people people knew the neighbors knew you. You knew up and down certain up and down certain neighborhoods. The neighbors knew you because of your parents knowing them, and you know everybody knew who their neighbors were. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was close in the area. Very. You know what I'm saying? So you could go down the street somewhere, somebody be calling your mom like, "Hey, I don't seen him. This boy done jumped over my fence, or you know, he out they out there fighting. You need to go. You know, mm -hmm. that type of stuff. But it it was really like I could say it was it was it was like. A lot of hand-in-hand -hand combat, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? We learned slap boxing and mm -hmm. box. We actually had little, you know, recreation centers and stuff like that. There's a lot of boxing programs back then. Um, pretty much football every day, you know what I mean? Basketball every day. In the street, it didn't matter where we was at. We was hooping or playing football, uh, kickball, you know what I'm saying? We had a lot of different games we played, uh, manhunt, hide-and-seek. You know, but we was outside, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And what, what they call outside now is not what we call outside. Like, mm -hmm. we was the we was the streetlight kids, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was like... Productive, uh, productivity. It, it, yeah. All day. All day. From the time we got up, mm -hmm. and we was at somebody's door knocking, hey, could 
Gomu didn't come outside? Could Jay come outside? You know what I'm saying? We was asking, you know what I'm saying? So these was were, you know, the times where, like you said, close-knit family, whether it was or it wasn't, you was family, you know what I'm saying? If you was invited into somebody home, you had to be a good kid. Mm-hmm. So that was going into, you know what I'm saying, to just, you could walk everywhere, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it wasn't no harm being done to the kids, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody looked out for everybody, you know what I'm saying? So that was pretty good. Um, it, it, it got rough, you know what I mean? I would say around like the early 90s, mid 90s, um, that's when the, you know, the guns and all that stuff started really, you know, coming across the lines. It really was, it was rare that you would hear of a shooting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, earlier on, it more like, you know, you hear somebody get stabbed and it was surprising. You're like, yo, who got stabbed? You know, did they live? You know, that type mm-hmm. of time. But nobody was really shooting each other up around that time. But then it, it got a little rough. So, you know, still that, that overlooking of family members and, you know, well, friends and neighbors that was around, you know, they were, you know, looking out for the kids and, you know, keeping us out of trouble. Um, I could say for the most part, though, yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't it was too bad. Um, back then, if you struggled, you know what I'm saying? Like, your parents made sure, made sure you didn't feel it. You feel me? Like, that was a big part of it. Like, I would say my parents didn't really let us feel the struggle. You know what I mean? Um, if we was, we didn't know. But, um... We knew, you know, at times, a lot of kids had more than we did, you know what I'm saying? Holidays was, you know, very family-oriented, but holidays were, you know, we might have got a lot this year, we might didn't get much this year, you know, one or two big gifts, three big gifts, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. But when when, when, we, was, when we was hurting, you know what I'm saying, we really didn't, we didn't, we didn't feel it, you know? So that was a good thing too, it didn't matter where we went, you know, everybody doors was open. You know, so if you wasn't able to go home tonight, somebody would, you know, hey, well, you know, stay here. I call your mama, see, you know, will she come get you? They'll feed you, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you was all right. But the world has changed, man. But Rochester itself is different now. Mm-hmm. But coming up, it was, it was, it was, it was a time, man, I can say. Nah, yeah, I mean, just from what you're describing, in some areas, a complete 180. Yeah, yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. Like, like when you talked, spoke about the gun violence. I don't want to get into that too deep. But mm-hmm. even then, now, I mean, you know, we got one of the highest murder rates per capita. Bruh. So you know, the streets ain't the same though. Yeah. So you know, the streets was the streets. Like mm-hmm. the kids knew who was doing what. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But we knew, you know, it could be a family member. It could be somebody who was around, but they kept you away from it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it really wasn't about. It was, I, I would say that was the area of origi- originality, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, being different. Mm-hmm. Like, being um, creative in your own way. Like, style-wise, or how you dressed, or how you moved, your haircut. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It, did, it Even down to, like, dancing. and You know what I'm saying? That, that was the time of dancing, and girls in the street playing double dutch. And, mm-hmm. You know, that type of time. Area, yeah, you? bro. Tell them, tell them, oh, my own. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, and I was I was I was a club I was a clubber I clubbed hard here, so that's that's the thing too. Like the clubs were really big in my time frame mm-hmm. when I you know in my my teens on we had teen clubs here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We had the zoo, uh, volcano, um, pulse. We had a few different places that we can go and actually lick the uh, liquid liquor room. Um, those they had like the eighteen and older nights. You know what I'm saying? And then um, it, it, it changed. 
but it was due to like a lot of the violence too, you know what I'm saying? So then the age just changed and all that different things, you know what I'm saying? We had Water Street, that mm -hmm. pop, you know what I'm saying? That was that was real big at one point. Mm -hmm. So we, we that back then we had stuff to do. And mm -hmm. I could say even into the like the you know, mid mid two thousands, you know what I'm saying? Two thousand ten, all the way up two thousand ten, two thousand fifteen, there was still stuff to do. But now, man. Yeah, it ain't much to pass. do. Yeah. They ain't much to do, man. Nah, yeah. I hate Pete. Mm -hmm. Pete, um, before we get into a little bit more of kind of like, you know, when you really kind of started stepping out and were like really like um, exploring the world on your own, what was mm -hmm. your household like coming up? Um, To be honest, man, like my dad, he, he worked a lot. My dad worked a lot, but when he was, when he was home, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. he didn't really, you know, spend too much time with us, but it was more like, you know, we knew he was in the house. We yeah. wanted to be around him. He bought, like, it was times where he was just, you know, he bought movies every week. Okay. So we had a movie day. Like, movie day, Saturdays, you know what I'm saying? Sundays, he'll go and buy it. Um, we used to have a um, a video store here, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And we used to go there, and then it turned into, like, Hollywood video after that. But we used to go and pick out, each one of us would pick out a movie, you know what I'm saying? He'd rent the movie, and we'd go home, and we'd sit and watch movies, you know what I'm saying? My mom, very church Church, church lady. Church, you know what church, I'm saying? Yeah. Very into the church. As of right now, she's she's an apostle. Like, mm -hmm. um, that's levels within that. You know, um, the religious part. Mm -hmm. um, very loving family in general. My household alone, like my mom, loved on us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Very, very heavy. My mom loved on us. So, you know, as far as like affection and time, and you know, really being able to speak with her when things were going a certain way. She, she was there for that, you know what I'm saying? She never really, um, one thing I could say, even though she was very religious, she never forced those type of things on us. You feel mm -hmm. me? Like, it was like, okay, well, learn. It was, we had to learn on our own, you know what I'm saying? But for the most part, we were we were decent kids, you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like we was we was out here just like venting out of pain, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. like I said, we didn't we didn't really feel that, so we weren't vicious kids or nothing like that. So, it helped along the way. My mom definitely, you know, she cooked a, cooked a lot. I come from a family that cook, cook, bro. Hey, like, you told cook, me, cook, cook. So, yeah. you know, from my aunt, aunties, you know, what I mean, I remember Grandma, you told me the apple jelly me. pie, the, 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 the apple jelly cake, yeah. the apple, the, the, <laughs> man, that jelly cake, man, make your face fall off. <laughs> like it's real. I'm telling you. Like I, I mean, you know, my grandmother. And my grandfather really provided a, um, mm -hmm. a safe haven mm -hmm. for us, really, too. Like, you know, they gave to the community big time. You know, my grandfather, he has two churches. Mm -hmm. um, he he would do anything for anybody, man. It didn't matter. He could see the grime and grit on a person. He would still do something for him. It was crazy, but... Mm -hmm. Great, the greatest man I know, you know what I'm saying? To be honest with you, you know what I mean? My dad definitely was a great man as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and when I speak what was, well, you know, they still are in my heart, but you know, they both, you know, um, are deceased right now. My but, condolences. You know, it's, it, it taught me a lot, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And becoming a man, you know, even even within that, it, it taught me a lot. I had great, you know, good men. I had good, uh, should I say, um, leadership mm -hmm. and, um, uh, What's the best word to say that? Guidance? Well, guidance is guidance is good role models. Role models. I have very okay. good role models. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though, you know, neighborhoods and mm. trends changing and people changing and all that. You had foundation. Yeah, I had foundation with that. So, you know what I'm saying? Even though, like I always told you, though, I have my own mind. Like, mm. 
I was I was always more of a leader than a follower. So, you know, if anything, I was setting the trend. So what we was doing was what we was doing. You know what I'm saying? It was like if we was playing football every day, it was because I was like, yo, we playing football today. We not about to run the street. We not about to, no, let's meet at the field and get busy. Like, that's what we was doing. That's the Capricorn in you. Indeed, for sure. But I just knew better, you know? It's Mm -hmm. it's crazy. So, you know, like I said, even though, like I said, my grandfather had two churches. Mm -hmm. And um, that was the underlying fabric Mm -hmm. to, you know, part of my being. You know what I'm saying? But... I stepped away at an early age, to be honest with From you. From the church? Yeah, I stepped away at an early age, like 12, 13. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't to run the streets or nothing like that. It's just like, you know, on a spiritual level, a lot of things just didn't sit right with me. Mm-hmm. So I took it upon myself to, like, kind step of step away. away. And like I said, my mom never forced it. Mm-hmm. You know, I would go from time to time, you know, she got to the point where it was, like, holidays and stuff like that. But for the most part... Nah, but I don't. I don't knock nobody who do. I don't knock nobody who in it who was there every day. You know what I'm saying? You know, because mm-hmm. church was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday Thursday, yeah, Friday. Mm-hmm. You might get Saturday to do what you got to do. Then Sunday you back in church back in and church. it started right back over. You feel me? So that was another thing with me. I was like, I can't be in here every day, man. I got. I'm, I'm a kid with a life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it, yeah, pretty much. But I had a I had a pretty good upbringing for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Not like sure. I said, I, I wasn't able to really. Mm-hmm. I had protectors. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, foundation good, good people, and all. Yeah, good people in my family that mm-hmm. would, would would keep us away from harm. You feel me? That's what's up. You mentioned church, going to church a lot. Is your family from the South? Uh, basically, yeah. Based out of the South. So, okay. yeah, my mom, aunties, uncles, they, they Augusta, Georgia. Mm, okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My dad from Tunica, Mississippi. You um, said what part of Mississippi? Tunica. Tunica. Yeah, okay. it's, I a small, you said... it's a small little Oh, spot I thought you said, uh, uh, what is it, Tulipo? Nah, nah, nah. Oh, okay. Nah, nah, yeah, well, like Elvis and all them. Is for... oh, okay, no, man. no, no, no. Uh-huh. Okay, so you said Tunica, Mississippi. Tunica, Mississippi. You said Augusta, Georgia. Augusta, Georgia. Okay. And my grandmother grandmother was from around, like, the St. Petersburg, Florida area. Like, so oh, okay, so you got a little Geechee in you, too. Oh, bro, I'm a, okay. I'm a, a southern, southern, <laughs> southern Geechee, like a southern Yankee, they would say. Yeah, I but, got you. But, you know what I mean, a southern New Yorker. Like, yeah, yeah that, that was my upbringing, so... Mm-hmm. Everything was yeah. southern in the house. Though. Definitely, like, yeah. you know, it sound like it, like just the way you're describing it. Like, yeah, it definitely yeah, it sound was, like it was it. very southern. Like, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean, everybody still had the accent. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like you know you was coming up and everybody was speaking like, yeah, you know, Shan Dog, Sean. Nah, it was more. No, y'all better get out of my get out of my kitchen while I'm cooking. <laughs> That's the type of time they was, was you on, know. So yeah. it was very a, a lot of you know. A lot of accents flying around, but for the most part, yeah, guys, gotcha. we're pretty good. Nah, that's what's up, man. Thank you, P, for that. Cause, no you know, doubt. Like, sometimes I ask people, like, hey, you know, talk, talk to us about your life. And they'd be like, oh, I had a good life. And I'm like, oh, okay. But, yeah, oh, yeah. Nah, it's, it's, you like you said, and we could get into that. You know yeah. how that go. Oh, yeah, for a fact, P. Like, I got real life tatted on my hands. Yeah, for a fact, I, yeah. I say, oh. I could really say I lived a real life. Like, I'm a realist. Yep. You know, I like people, I'm the realist. No, I'm a realist, meaning I take things for what they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it, it ain't about how you make it up, man. Mm-hmm. You can make it up, but it don't change what it is. For a fact. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, you could put makeup on a person that don't change who they is. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You could dress a piece of poop up in Gucci, but it's still a piece of poop at the end of the day. Oh, you, you can curse, me? by the way, if you want to. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. a piece of shit. <laughs> It's going to be a piece of shit. You dress a piece of shit in Gucci, it's, cool. it's still a piece, piece of, of shit. shit in some Gucci. Indeed. That's nah, just yeah. what I'm saying. So, yeah. now I mean? I, that's one thing I thrive off of, too. You know how that is, man. Just being a good person, man. Like, yeah. Be a good person, man.
man. For a fact. That's it. I, it shouldn't be that hard to be a good person, man. Nah, I agree. And, you know, a lot of people going through what they going through. Message, but, mm -hmm. you know, just be a good person, man. You know what I'm saying? Ain't that much misery in the world, man. I, I understand it's a lot of pain, mm -hmm. a lot of trials and tribulations, but just be a good person, man. Gotcha. That's from the heart, too. Like, yeah. for real, for real. Just be a good person. Just be a good person. I got mm -hmm. you. Well, Pete, I want to talk about music because, yeah. you know, that was one of the key outside of, you know, working out, um, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, just being two genuine people. Um, that's one of the key things that, you know, I feel like really brought us together. Mm -hmm. um, now, as far as music, I always say that people who love it to the way that we do mm -hmm. um, usually start somewhere between, like, middle school and, like, early high school. Yeah. But what was being played in the household when you were coming up? Whew. Yeah. Now, I'll be honest with you now. I, it was a lot of oldies, man. Yeah, like, course. a lot of oldies. Mm -hmm. um, I had a well-rounded household. Okay. So, my dad be playing Keith, Keith Sweat and okay. Marvin Gaye and, you know, uh, Gerald Levert and all the, you know, the singers. Mm -hmm. The singers, The yeah. singer singers, but then, you know, I had, like, to be honest, a Cool G rap. Mm -hmm. uh, KRS-One, mm -hmm. um, Dougie Fresh, you know what I mean, Chuck D, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? They, they, we had that digital underground. Mm -hmm. um, man, it's it's a long EPMD, Public Enemy, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. all these, anything you could think of, my dad was on that. But I will mm -hmm. say, when Wu-Tang came out, well, when Cream came out mm -hmm. from Wu-Tang, mm -hmm. That, that really put a real big stamp on my life. My dad rolled around in that Cadillac, bumping that every single day. When he pulled up, mm -hmm. Cream was Cream pumping. Cream was pumping. Cream, get the money. Down 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 hey, yo, I grew <laughs> up on the crime side to New York. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was like I was right there. Mm -hmm. But those were, that, that those was like my, you know what I'm saying? My wonder years too though, you know what I'm saying? To see my pops move around a certain way. Quick question. Yeah. Cause I love Cadillacs. Mm-hmm. Did your dad have Vogue's on his lap? Yeah. The first, the, the first, the, the first, my dad had three, you, the, my dad had three caddies? Three. They called him caddy. I got it tatted on my back, man. Like, I didn't yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's real. Yeah, my dad, they called my dad caddy, man. He was, mm -hmm. he definitely, had a, a new caddy every couple years, man. Yeah, so he, he, that's how he wrote. A gray one, a yeah. burgundy one. Then Dang. he had a, a um, one that he passed on to me a little later on. Well, okay. after he passed, it was it was given to me, but he had a caddy STS. Okay. Oh, you told yeah, me about that. Yeah, the 95 joint, 95 mm -hmm. caddy STS. That that joint had the, you know what I mean? Yep. The, the, the gold gold walls on it with the, with the you know what I mean the five star joints chrome them man things was that thing was beautiful yeah, yeah. I, I sound like it mm -hmm. and I'm sorry I, I really get in my feelings when we talk <laughs> about lax because you know you know Cadillac is my favorite make a car okay you know what I'm saying gotcha. like a lot of people ask me my dream car and I tell them I want to escalate okay like, you know I'm, 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 call is. me simple if you want it to. is what it, it is. is what it is right, you know right. Escalate a lot Ferrari, but that's a topic for another day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but I try to tell people and my real, my friends who know me, yeah. know me. And I say, if you, and I don't own a lack, so, you know, but okay, if okay. you gonna ride, not yet. Mm -hmm. That's what I'll say. But if you gonna ride lack, you gotta have Vogue's. Yeah. You gotta yeah. have Vogue's. I don't think people understand it. You know, like you said, your father, 
came up, you know what I'm saying? You come from like a Southern, um, like, like foundation as yeah. far as like being raised. As I said before, you know, my grandmother was from Kentucky. My father, had, we're oh, all God, family. Southern. We from, yeah, 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 we from Georgia. If you had a, like, if you had a lag and it wasn't on Chrome or even some kind of yeah. white wall, but if it wasn't on Vogue's. You had to do it properly. Yeah, and it wasn't on Chrome. Exactly, yeah. you had to do it properly. It was like, what are you doing? Right, right. It so is. that's why, you know, I, a lot of people are probably like, why, man, the, the lack in the Vogue's on Chrome is essential. Indeed. If Indeed. you gonna ride like you gotta have, if you gonna go and spend 80, 90 G's on whatever like you bought, mm-hmm. you gotta throw ahead and spend another two, three thousand dollars on the mustard and mayonnaise Indeed. tires. Indeed. You Indeed. have to. Yeah, it was, you know, like I yes. said, it was a time frame. For yes. That, you know what I'm saying? So, and people you, will never yeah. understand that. The people be looking at me like, why are you so particular about that? What you mean? This is how I was raised. Yeah, it was, it was yes. a time, it was a time frame where that was it. Yes. Like, but that was the, the yes. statement for our community. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? You knew who had it. Mm-hmm. Who didn't? And I see people getting caddies now, and they're lax now, and they just... Because the bodies on them don't fit them tires either, though. Great point. So if mm-hmm. you're going to do it now, you got to... You, I mean, if you're going to do it now, you got to get the right the right rims. Yeah. Like, you, rim rims now, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, sit them on some 20s or something, 22s, 24s, and do it the right way, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like like the Vogue's was for yes. that time, you yeah. feel me? If I get them, I need... I want to get about them 5-inch, like, um, like the Texan wire wheels or late 84s. Mm-hmm. They yeah. was made by Craiga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Only about five inches poking. Yeah, I, I be seeing yeah. like some of the dudes in Texas, they be having 15s, yeah, 20s. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, nah, I be hit a trash can. <laughs> but mind you, you already know. See, yeah. that's that's where they from. Yeah, that's, that's how they ride. Yeah, you know what I mean, I respect that. I just can't do it. We went to time frame though, early. You know what I'm saying? 2000s, uh-huh. mid 2000s. You already know. Mm-hmm. People was putting spree wells on everything. Oh, you know what I mean, the yeah, sprees. That was an era too. Somebody run up in. Spin your joints, you feel me? So no, what do y'all say? What do y'all say? Uh, the cars been stopped, but the rims keep, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, Indeed. yeah, nah, for a fact. But that piece. So, um, so you said growing growing up in the household, you said pops was. Um, you told an interesting story. You say he pull up in that lack, mm-hmm. and you say he be playing cream. Um, the earliest memory I got with me and like my dad really is the um, the person I credit with really giving me my musical passion. Indeed, is um the earliest memory that I have is um my pops. Uh, we was living in Carrollton, Georgia at the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so we about uh, an hour out from Decatur where he lived. Gosh. And um, we sitting there and in the car, my dad, like, you know, we went with the Chick-fil-A, went to go get us like a biscuit or whatever. You know, we on our way to go work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anytime I was around my pops, it was work, 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 work. Gosh. Yeah, my dad, one thing I remember him saying, ain't hey, nothing going to come to you because you're crying. You got to work for what you want. Indeed. But I'll never forget, we sitting up in that, um, my dad had this um, this gray, like, I think like the paint was like kind of rubbed off. So it was like the undercoat. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you know, know, saying Pops was, you know, just getting his, you know, out of his situation from before. So, you know, he was just getting reinserted back into society. Indeed. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. But, you know, but I remember he had one uh, 12 or it was either a 12 or a 10. I think it was a 12 subwoofer Mm -hmm. in the back. And I'll never forget it. My dad, like, you know, your mother tells me, you know, we just get to know each other. Mother Mm -hmm. tells me you like music. Yeah, Pops, I know a little something, something. Man, let me put you on to some player shit. And my dad, to this day, still utilizes CDs. Yo, my dad to this crazy. day, my dad got a big black case that's sitting almost any car he in, and he still utilizes. Well, CDs. I ain't go front, bro, because yeah. I got some. I yeah, got, for I got a, a fact. Few at the house. Yeah, me too. But but that's his primary way of listening. Indeed, you talk to my dad yeah, about I, streaming, I he gonna look at you like this. Streaming, gosh, yeah, he gonna look at you like you crazy. Yeah. So I'll never forget it. He go, he's like, man, son, go in that black case. I went in the black case, and he's like, yeah, this one, eight ball and MJG coming oh, out yeah. hard. 
Oh, yeah. Yes. And I'll oh, never yeah. forget it. My dad skipped over a couple songs. He's like, let me put you on some player shit. And, you know, when 8-Ball came on, and it yeah, was... Um, voice was distinct. Yes, I was broke as a voice. motherfucker. My life at the end, G, mm-hmm. my so-called friends, they had no ends to lend me. I was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. I was like, hold on. I'm like, wait a minute. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, so that was, like, my early memory. Right, so right. It, it was interesting to hear you say that about, you know, about how your pops, like I said, just your early memories and when you really, like, really fell in love with music, yeah, yeah, our yeah. situations were similar. But anyways, P, please continue. So once you, you say you came up listening to all the popular uh, groups in the 80s yeah, and in the yeah, early, 90s. early 90s, so uh-huh. you said that you started doing music when you was around 12. Yeah. You know, what led to that? What led to you wanting to be a rapper? It's wild. It's, it's, it's like... Excuse me, let me say wanting to be a rapper, being a rapper. Being one, yeah. yeah. I, I, will, I will be honest with mm-hmm. you, man. Um, and that was, that was me being a rapper coming into becoming an artist. Mm-hmm. But I will say... It was it was more or less like music. Now I'll tell you, like my family, mm-hmm. everybody's musically inclined. Really? In some way, shape, or form. Everybody okay. either play an instrument or they sing. Okay. My instrument was the beat machine. Mm. I could I could sit on a pair of drums and keep time in. Okay. You know, I could play a couple chords here and there, keys, but mm-hmm. it didn't click with me like my 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 my, my people to tell you, like anybody that's been around me musically to tell you, like. I tell them I got symphonies playing in my head, bro. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, I could sit down and make a beat from nothing. But that came from beating on t- lunch tables and making our own beats. But it was more or less like sitting at the top of the stairs and my dad would bump the music. Mm-hmm. And some, a lot of it, the influence came from how much he loved the music. Mm-hmm. So it was me watching him. His mannerisms, how he moved, his daily routines. He was and how a musician he himself. Nah, see, that's the thing. My dad came from the South, like uh-huh. Tunica, a small city. Okay. Hey, man, that man wished he could sing, because he used to sing down there. It used oh, to sound crazy. <laughs> but it, it, you know, that's the difference, you know, mm-hmm. of the families coming together. You know, mm-hmm. uh, my, my, my father came up here on a whole different level. Like, he got, got into something down there and came up and yep. him and my mom they was going to school down there and mm-hmm. you know college yeah they okay. was going to college so gotcha. my rolling stone type business too because he had two other kids and oh my okay on the way on to, like it, yeah, oh, it was crazy so okay. i got siblings i got it's eight of us lord but have mercy we ain't figured that out till later, later on, on down the line, line. yeah I but um that. when he came up here he did choose my mom he married her at 18. god bless him and, uh, ooh, ooh, your dad started young. You said he had yeah. two on the way, and he got married at eighteen. Yeah. Lord, he came up here, mm-hmm. you know, and did what he did. Did what he had to do, though. Mm-hmm. That's why I say, uh, working man, whatever. That like, you know, working, working. That's what he did, like you said with your pops. But yeah, yeah uh, top of the stairs, daily. And I would sit up. He didn't even know I was up there like that. Mm-hmm. But then once he, one day he caught me. He was coming upstairs. He's like, what, what you doing up here? Like, you ain't supposed to. And he caught himself. He's like, you know what? Come on down here. Mm-hmm. And when he brought me down there, like you said, my dad had like a little, uh, he, cause we used tapes back then, you know what I'm saying? The real, the real tapes, mm-hmm. cassette tapes. Yeah. So he opened the joint up and it was a brown box, mm-hmm. cassette tapes. Stacked. Lined with tapes, bro. Mm-hmm. And it literally was like, at least it had to be 25 in each one. And it was like six rolls. And it's full. So hundreds of tapes. So, yeah. So yeah. I was hearing all kind of music. I just didn't know who I was oh, listening, listening to. to. But, I mean, I will say the um the one joint 
that really jumped out because he used to listen to Too Short all the time too, and it was like against the law. That like Too Short used to be talking wild. Crazy. Yeah, he was wild back in his day. Too Short used yeah. to be wild, uh -huh. but vocally, I like Too Short too. It was it was uh -huh. Big Daddy Kane mm -hmm. and um, Cool G Rap. Those was like your two people. Them two really right there. Them yeah. they, boss they, bitters yeah, too. Yeah, so two of the like, nicest ever. Mm -hmm. Big influence, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, I really wasn't like lyric. The lyrics really wasn't catching me at first, but it was more of the the vocal tone and their presentation. And then to see them on TV every once in a while and be like, "Yo, the way they represent, like them dudes is nice." You yeah. know what I mean? But it was like they was smooth, fly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Gangsta and a gentleman type of representation. Therefore, which fact. you know what I'm saying. I, I, I picked that up. Mm -hmm. it, it resonated with me, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, yo, that's where I'm going. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, should, that's, I, wanna, I wanna do that. But it just made sense. Mm -hmm. I could be honest with you, it wasn't pushed on me. Nobody else in my family really rapped like that. None of that, so it was, it was definitely uh, natural. Natural, bro, like that's what I gravitated to. Like I said, you know, a bunch of singers, bunch of people in the, you know, they was in the church. So, mm -hmm. you know, the singers, my aunts, my aunt and my mom, Vocal beast, both of them. Um, my uncle, he plays the guitar, fire, crazy with that. And my other uncle played the keyboard, fire. So it's like everybody plays, you know, and it was handed down. Like, you know, um, I got a cousin that played the bass and a guitar. I got a, my brother, he played the drums and the bass. My cousin, he plays the keys. My other cousin played the drums. Like, we all could hop on each one though. And, do a little something. Do a little something. But yeah. my grandparents kept a piano in the house. They kept drums in the house. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So that's where the music really came into play. But I just felt like that was the. It was a. It was a good way to express myself, mm -hmm. and also um, as a as a thinker, a kid who knew how to like melodies just mm -hmm. played in my head like all day, every day, you know what I'm saying? I was looking for it, listening to sounds, walking around, hearing different things. It could be the sound of a can. You hit it the right way, it's gonna make a different octave, or you know what I mean? Beating on the table, making beats. Man, listen, I was a lunchroom king, bro. So oh, it was like, right. yeah, like okay. sitting at tables, battling all day, like, you know what I mean? Missing mad classes. Just battling. Battling <laughs> all day, bro. Like yeah. my senior year, I ain't go to class. I, oh, I should've. <laughs> I should've, but you know, I had four study halls. Oh, okay, yeah. So now nah, I, I, I was to do good. already. Yo, bro, yeah. trust me, I was the class clown too. I was wild, like I ain't go front. I used to bug out of school, but it was it was it was all based on me getting my work done first mm -hmm. and then clowning after though. So man, I graduated with a 3.03 GPA, bro. I was straight. I ain't Man, you play sports and everything, everything. So that's that's yeah. quite impressive. Indeed, for sure. Nah, that's what's up. I know how to balance it. Okay, yeah. Just like now, life. Yeah. Just balancing that. Just balancing so, everything. Indeed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nah, that's definitely something we'll have to come back to. So for sure. you said you said, um, what is it, Big Daddy Kane and uh, Cool G Rap, G -Rap. Mm -hmm. was like your two biggest inspirations. Mm -hmm. i just tell you mine from that era, mm -hmm. um, Slick Rick, because yeah. his ability to tell stories. Oh, yeah. Um, Slick Rick, and um, I like Chuck D. Yeah. Okay. Because even though I had to kind of get a little bit older to really understand what Chuck D was saying, I'm like, he's saying something powerful about black people. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then yeah. Um, LL. LL, yeah. Yeah, LL okay. was another one. I was like, man, like, you know, like, um, I liked how, you know, he could be a hard lyricist in one song, and then you get, like, I need love. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was, a, no, he was the supreme ladies man. Though. Yeah. Like, if you did That's his name, ladies yeah, love yeah, Cool yeah, James. Yeah, yeah, bro, if you didn't, mm -hmm. 
If you ain't fool with LL, bro, you yeah. probably ain't got no girls to this day. So oh, they coming from my era. You got zero, <laughs> zero ladies, bro. Yeah. Like it was wild. It was, mm -hmm. it was him that really like he set the tone for dudes to be mm -hmm. like that though. Like, you know what I'm saying? To really be like Casanova type. Yeah. You know what I mean? Really but bad. Being I, a ladies I, man. I beat you up too. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Cause he was in great shape. You know what I mean? Still he still is. Yeah, so you know yeah. what I'm saying? LL traps look like Mount Everest. Yeah, <laughs> <Mount Everest. laughs> <laughs> for real. Yeah, yeah. I be seeing him on TV, LL pop out like this. Mm -hmm. I be like, oh yeah, shit. Yeah, like there ain't no way a 50 year old look like that. But yeah, did. yeah but you know what? That's. That's this. that's this. As you said, yeah, you tell me that, that all the time. time. Yeah, yeah, that's bro. this. Yeah, DNA different, yeah. man. And, and another quick Nico. thing before we move on. Mm -hmm. Favorite from Wu-Tang? My favorite? Yeah. Hey, yo, I'll be honest with you now. Okay, let me hear something. Because you different. I'm expecting you to give me a different answer than the, than the main three. Because I got compared to him a lot. Mm. So okay. Which is, uh, ghost. The ghost. Ghost your favorite? Ghost, Ghost, Ghost. It's it's a it's a it's a tie though, bro. Go between Ghost, Ghost and Ray, bro. Okay, them I two, that. okay. Like them two. Uh huh. Even but I already heard about the essence of they beefing and all that, bro. Mm -hmm. I ain't know that back then. I just knew they was tough, bro. Yeah. Like you, my favorite is Ghost. Indeed. Yeah, because okay, um, Supreme Clientele. Yeah. Oh, that was my that was my joint. A masterclass that in the was, art of rhyming. That was my joint. Yeah. Okay. You will, you will not. You will rarely hear rhyming to that level. Indeed. But you got to see his beat selection was mm -hmm. incredible and yeah. it was different. Mm -hmm. So it put you in a place where like yeah, yeah bro, like in the way. He would tell stories using all them non-sequiturs, um, non-sequiturs. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. So how he'll say one line, then the next line didn't have anything to do with the previous line, yeah. but then that following line will have something to do with the one before yeah. the previous I mean, one. It probably wouldn't rhyme or yeah. nothing like that. But then the Ghost and just... Ray, yeah, the way, but Ghost was my favorite. <laughs> that yeah. super califragilistic says yeah. the mm -hmm. Doshi Doshi Sala, Super. That the man like, bro, who... Who, who, who talking like who, that? Who reversed that? Indeed. Yeah. He sat there, I mean, and it might not seem complicated. But it's dope. But it was complicated. Yeah. Like, nobody ain't do that in a track. Yeah. Before Go he Ghost is that. one of the nicest rhymers yeah. ever. Yeah. Now, see, that, that well, you said Wu-Tang, but mm -hmm. I would say somebody who had a very big influence on my, my rhyme game at one point was Nas, though. <laughs> so Nas, it was written, and... Uh, I, I, I got a crazy story behind that, cause I, I had a I had the CD, bro. Mm -hmm. My dad left it, you know. Oh, man. We had a situation, you know. Mm -hmm. I turned 12. My dad and my mom split for mm -hmm. a bit, and I got you. My dad left this left the CD, man. Mm -hmm. So you know, I'm good, I'm chilling, you know, cool. My sister dating this weird dude. I don't like it. You know, I don't like that nigga, bro. I, I swear to God, if I saw him today, I might punch him. You oh, feel Lord. me? Like, it, it was wild. I just, yeah. I, I will punch his face, bro. Okay. But <laughs> gotcha. it, it's crazy because he asked me for it. Mm -hmm. And it was very popular at the time. I didn't know what I had. Mm -hmm. Basically, you know, like I said, my dad was up on everything. So, you know, he asked me for it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, you can hold it. Mm. Let him hold it. I never saw my CD again, bro. Mm. So, like, this is this is a dude that's older than me, too. So, you know what I'm saying? At the time, I'm 12, 13 years old. This mm -hmm. dude, 18, 19, he slides off with it, but then come back around like, hey, yo, yo what's going on with that nigga? Yo, nigga, where my CD at? Yeah, for a fact. You feel me? Yeah. But, like, Nas had a, had a big... Uh, it was written. Yeah, you know, it's crazy to hear you say that because when a lot of people talk Nas, they always talk Illmatic. And I love Illmatic. 
That was um, one of my. That was yeah, one of my. Of you know, one of my favorites. But it was really. Illmatic is my third favorite Nas album personally. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, and um, I always said this. Nas has one of the best discographies. I know a lot of people. I will say this. Nas definitely does have a lot of, in my opinion, subpar albums. Oh yeah. But like, mm-hmm. even when I hate to even bring this up, but even like when they, people be comparing Jay Z and Nas, overall albums, Jay Z is deeper. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Jay Z got about six or seven classics. I give Hovis credit. But I tell people, you compare Nas best three or four to Hove best three or four, mm-hmm. Nas is punching with Hove, in my personal opinion. Who's you being, Ether, bro? <laughs> we not about to do that. Like, we not about to do that, bro. Well, Ether is the best diss track ever written to me. What, really? what other track? What other diss track is iller than Ether? Man, I thought uh, Takeover was more impressive. I thought... Um, you are a Jay-Z fan, that's it. Um, you know, it's actually crazy. I actually, um, if you talk to some people who I've really talked about music with, uh, not really. You don't really care for him? Because no, I don't care for him. I rock with Hov. No, I, Hov, yeah. I don't, listen, Hov, if you listen to this, bro, I'm not knocking what you do, uh-huh. but I'm going to really be honest. Like, okay. Hov is spectacular at what Hov do. What does Hov do? Let's hear if we have the same opinion. I think we do. The hand movements, the gestures, the message. Okay. The message, he can, his delivery is impeccable. Uh-huh. But Hove came a long way. See, people look at new Hove mm-hmm. and then look at the early Hove. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, mm-hmm. Hove, Hove write good good stories. Mm-hmm. Hove write good good tracks. He got, man, listen, mm-hmm. uh, the track with him and him and Too Short um, yeah, a week ago. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. One of my favorites, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I wouldn't knock. I'm not uh, knocking. Yeah, no, no, I feel like you. At all. See, and this is, and you always have to say that because people, especially on the internet, go too far. Because me, I like Jay-Z. Yeah. I love indeed. Hove. Hove is in my top 10, top 15. And right. I like a lot of rappers. Indeed, indeed. You see, so, but this is my thing. I wouldn't necessarily, when you say I'm a Jay-Z fan, yes, but am I a bigger fan of him than Nas? Not really. Okay. Yeah, so this is what I say about Jay-Z, though. Take over. Take over. Yeah. I, I say take over. I'm, I'm stopping you, but go ahead. Yeah, the reason why, but I'll, I'll speak on that. The reason why I say takeover is because I felt like takeover had a lot of like factuals in there. Mm-hmm. He was talking about you know the infamous line, you know what? Do you know you know who? Do you know what? Will you know who? Let's mm-hmm. keep that between me and you. Yeah. And then how he got at you know Nas, and he was kind of telling the truth in a certain to a certain extent. Went from nasty Nas to Esco's trash, had a spark when you started, but now you just garbage. Fell from top ten to not mention at all. And did he say your bodyguards would? Wally verse was better than yours and like when I sat back and I thought about it I'm like okay Elmatic was fire it was written was fire too so I was like okay ho so you know I was like so when he got into the whole oh um what is it uh, four albums in ten years I could divide that's one let's say two two of them shits was through I mean two of them shits was due one was Ed the other was Elmatic that's one mm-hmm. high album for every uh, for every um, ten year average yeah. I'm like damn even though I disagree Elmatic was fire and it was written was fire but like um, I Am and Nostradamus yeah. it got a little weird you see what I'm saying so yeah. the way he deconstructed Nas like that and the way he just kind of got at his whole career then threw the whole baby mom thing in for extra like effect I that was, was like, whack ah. that was whack bro but come on man I'm the not gonna call seat, it whack the baby seat thing was it was whack. No, bro. no, no. You talking about super ugly? Well, super ugly. Yeah, yeah that. One, but yeah, said, the, oh yeah. It, but I'm saying yeah. either. Way. I'm talking about the, takeover. The, yeah, takeover. Yeah. The baby and then how he got at everybody from Queens. Yeah. Not even just Nas. That's why I personally. Jay think was in a position to do that. Though. Okay. Oh, fair. Jay was in the front. Jay uh-huh. was a front runner. Jay was in a position to do that. Mm-hmm. But what Nas did in Ether. Mm-hmm. Did bro? I, I mean. 
I feel I like, have, bro, listen. Okay. The beat alone, fire, was crazy. Fire. Everything he said, line for line, was powerful, man. It's it was hilarious. Like, it was, and it was mm-hmm. like, yo, you, you, you got to look at the essence of ether. Now, right now, I'll be honest with you, I got so much on my mind, I can't really get into the, okay. the bar for bar lyrically, you know what I mean, all that, bro. Trust me, you already know. Like, if I really had to sit down, if I heard ether right now, I, could, I know every single line in that. Ether's drink. a great song. Exactly, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't want to jam it up trying to re- recite and nah, go back you. and forth. Uh-huh. And, and me personally, I'll be honest with you, like, when that beef was going on, mm-hmm. though, I was so focused on myself yeah. and my music yeah, at that time, bro. I, yeah. I mean, I had times like that where I just zone all the out. music, uh, all the music out, I and just become, you know, be the artist that I am. But that that had to be something that when people started going crazy, like, yo, mm-hmm. you heard that beat between Nas and Jay? I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna front. As soon as I heard Ether. Yeah, he was like, damn. Like I said, I like Ether, but I think Takeover to me was better from a technical standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? No Vaseline? I think it's probably the greatest because mm-hmm. that was crazy disrespect. <laughs> um, it's one of the greatest. I guess I have to sit down and really think about the mm-hmm. greatest. Um, what else some other diss track I like? Um, I liked um, the when, the way Mob Deep and um, them came back at... Um, the way they came back at Jay, I believe. Was it Jay? Drop a gem on him. Yeah. I like that song. That um, was, it, that, that's my favorite group. Though. Yeah. Oh, and you um, said group, not rapper, but group. Oh, no, Mob I'm saying is, as far Mob as this track. No, okay. I'm saying Mob is my Your Mob favorite, is my favorite group, yeah. but I get what you're saying. And I like um Real Motherfucking G's. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Dre Day is cool, but Real Motherfucking G's. I mean, when Easy said, man, you know, the same records that you're making is paying me, mm-hmm. and it was true, I was like, damn. So those are some of my favorite diss tracks, but Ether's fire. Oh, oh, and um, and um, um, story added on by Push. Well, I ain't, I ain't. But yeah, you me and Pusha T. Okay. I, nah, I, I don't. It's oh. not like I dislike him at all. Gotcha. No, like Pusha T, I have to really sit and go through his catalog. Mm-hmm. So me and him kind of got the. Because yeah. I mean, if you if you hear people talk about it, they say all he talk about is coke. It's okay. Like, all he talk about is coke. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't really want to. Delve into that. Okay. Now I, I will say, like his no. his wordplay though, he's definitely absolutely he, ridiculous. He's definitely, de- he definitely decent with his wordplay. He put it together well. Yeah. Um, his his brother was tough too. So uh, mal- no yeah, malice, yeah, yeah, as he yeah, is known yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was, you know. I think they might actually be doing a reunion because uh, no malice been on tour with Push like overseas and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping to see Eclipse come back together. Right. But as far as me being a Jay Z fan, like I said, it depends on who you ask. Yeah, I, I feel like you're uh, a fan, bro. I love Jay Z. I love this message. I love this message. But I rock with Nas too. But like I said, I have been critical the Jay-Z people right. got at me for that. I think, yeah. to me, for my money, I think when we talk about overall, mm-hmm. I think Jay-Z, to me, for my, um, I think he probably is the best. And the reason why I say he's the best actually isn't necessarily based upon his rhyme ability. I think Jay-Z is the best because he stayed relevant for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's found a way to be successful from the CD era all the way to the streaming era. Mm-hmm. Um, he's brought so many um, different producers he's worked with from No ID to Just Blaze to Ninth Wonder there's so many artists who I mean so many producers who have benefited from working with him Right. Um, I think another thing that makes Jay-Z great Jay-Z to me is the uh, if Tupac would have lived a little bit longer I think Pac might have had this but to me Jay-Z is the best songwriter in hip hop history I think that is a part of what his versatility his ability to pivot his ability to work with so many different artists I think that is what makes Jay-Z great when people talk about his ability to rhyme <clears throat> I think that there are people who are better lyrically mm-hmm. and my biggest knock on Jay-Z is for me Jay-Z ain't really necessarily told me a story that I love All Right, got you, you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. and to me that's what separates you know um, lyricist right. I think Jay-Z is an A-grade lyricist but 
you know, for me, it's like, okay, can you tell me a story? Can you tell me a story with replay value? And Jay-Z don't have a Now I Feel You by Scarface. Mm -hmm. He don't have a, you know, he he don't have a, um, he don't have a Life We Live by Project Pat. Mm -hmm. He don't have a, uh, there's just so many. Um, He don't have a Day in the Life of Andre Benjamin like Andre 3000. He don't have a West Savannah like Big Boy. Um, He doesn't have a, I mean, Mob Deep whole um, second album, The Infamous. Like, I just don't necessarily feel like Jay-Z is all that great of a storyteller. Right. So that's why instead of putting him, he don't have a niggas bleed like big. Yeah. He don't have a um, name a ice cube song. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like indeed. to me, he don't have it. Right. So that's why, mm-hmm. you know, I've been critical of Jay-Z for that reason. But is he the greatest in my opinion overall? I give it to him. Right. And another thing too, I say about Hove, right. I personally feel like Hove out of all the great rappers, I feel like there he's one of the rappers that has been bodied on his own song or has not shown up on other people's song the way he was supposed to. Right. But one thing I will say, though, uh, like I said, I kind of give Hove a knock on some of his features. The last 10 years, Hove been showing his ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's why, like, I don't necessily, well, I'm not as, I'm not as critical of him as I once was because the last decade, he been bodying features. He in a position to do that, though. Yeah, you exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I go front. Who, who, who rapping next to him? Mm. Who really rapping? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because I can go back to the time frame. That's what I'm saying. I'm an 80s baby. I came from the time where they really was in yeah. different ranks and they had to move through them ranks. Mm-hmm. So you got to think about it. Like, you go back to the when Big and Pac was in front. Yeah. If Big and Pac didn't go nowhere, Jay probably wouldn't hey, who knows? be where he is. Yeah. And Prodigy was actually... Mm-hmm. In that place. Big Al was in that place. Oh. You feel me? Like, half a mil yeah. was on his way. A lot of people don't know about half a mil. I don't. Put see me what I'm saying? So yeah. Pun was on his mil. way, too. Yeah, see, Pun, that's, mm-hmm. that, and that's the thing. It depends on where you was from mm-hmm. and who you was listening to at that time that yeah. was more relative to you. That's why Wu-Tang was so close. New York, mm-hmm. East Coast. You you can go on the West Coast and ask people about Wu-Tang. They know about it. Yeah. But it's because of the diversity. But at first... Mm-hmm. Wu Tang wasn't you know burn yeah in no LA in, and in the nineties LA ran shit when it exactly. comes to record sales. Now mind yeah. you, if, if we pay attention to the rap game itself though, it jumped. Mm-hmm. Every, every, every like decade, yeah, every like decade. LA ran the nineties, New York ran the two thousand and tens. I mean, excuse me, the two thousands, two thousand and tens was Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So now I don't know what's running what now. Like, Bro, I'll be yeah. honest with you, if you think about it though, the trap, it, mm-hmm. the trap alone, mm-hmm. you got to give it to the South, bro. Like, yeah, South still trap. There. Yeah. So that that's why I say the South itself, but. Mm-hmm. Trap music yep. is an actual genre now. Like, yeah. So you got to think about it. Everybody doing trap. So mm-hmm. basically, the South did its justice yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. If you ain't got one of them, 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 you know what I mean, with uh, Metro Boomin and all these, you know, all those producers, if you ain't really Easy. down there, you know what I mean, you ain't using them producers yeah. for your beats right now, Hit Boy, yeah. you know, cats like that. Mm-hmm. Bro, your music ain't doing nothing right now. You feel <laughs> nah, me? Let's just be honest. You yeah. got to have that type of music, that type of beat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Chicago drill scene, mm-hmm. which we know, you know, everybody is a heavy influence. Yeah. But if you think about it, a lot of people say they took that from the UK. Like, you know what I mean? And then we flipped it. That, that's where it originated. The beats? Well, Brooklyn drill originated, I think, morally the, was yeah, from well, the, the UK. UK Chicago was this. Chicago, Chicago originated its from own. Trap. Yeah. yeah. So Chicago had its like, own. Yeah, they, but it, it originated yeah, from trap. Excuse me, but yeah. you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, for Regardless of what, it's, yeah. it, now it's all sounding the same. Yeah, but they Brooklyn Drill, definitely UK-based. Yeah, yeah so, because so, a lot of them producers, like when Brooklyn Drill, like mm-hmm. four or five years ago, really kind of took off, um, Axel... 
uh, uh, I think his name is Rico, Rico Beats, mm-hmm. Mob Beats, um, or Trap House Mob, I think it's like their collective. A lot of them was from the UK. Yeah, so yeah. you're going to delve into a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. that don't even correlate with my lifestyle. Nah, right I got you feel me? Yeah. I'm still listening to Mob. Like, I'm still listening to the guys that I came up to. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, yo, this new stuff, I, you already know. They, they they get it to the old niggas is feeling some type of way about the new music. Y'all need to adjust. I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get it. Like, like I ain't gonna front. The beats is crazy. Mm-hmm. But the artists don't don't really move me, man. And they letting any and everybody walk in the game, man. And mm-hmm. I ain't gonna front. It's a bunch of rejects, to be honest. Like, not the artists themselves, but like the the the, the people that they putting in the front. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, you're not a representation of me. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of weird stuff going on nowadays. So, like, the essence of what we come from, we call that hip-hop. Yeah. How much real hip-hop out here? Because we ain't say nothing about Cole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? J. Cole yeah. get get crazy, you know what yeah. I mean? Kendrick. But, Kendrick's get Kendrick, yeah. Wayne. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, Wayne, versatility. Yeah. A lot of people forgot about Joe Budden. Mm-hmm. You know, they call him a simp, talk crazy about him, but his mute, mood music? Yeah. Was nuts. Yeah. That started a whole way. You know, a lot of people say whatever they want to about Joe Budden. Um, I like um, No Love Loss, Some Love Loss, mm-hmm. All Love Loss. Mm-hmm. That three trilogy right there, I try to tell because I think a lot of like um, younger hip-hop fans, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, right. they really try to get at Joe yeah. about that. But I tell them, you know, when we talk about who can really rap and, you know, artistry, there's few other new artists who I feel like actually kind of match that level that he does right. when he was at when he was to me that was Joe's yeah, lyrical Joe, peak. Yeah, when yeah. Joe was in his prime, bro. Yeah. Like the last couple mood music's and like I said, the Love Loss um, yeah, trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Joe Indeed. was different, and that's what they were saying. He was sentimental. He was he was he, what, what they say he was zesty. He was you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. they was trying to talk crazy about him. Yeah. But at the end of the day, art is art, and Joe like I said, bars is bars. Joe's nice, bro. In real life, yeah, and I t- it don't matter go, in real yeah. life. A lot of these dudes behind closed doors is soft and zesty, bro. Mm-hmm. You can be, you can play tough all you want, bro. Mm-hmm. It's a lady out there that got you bending over backwards, doing different things to accommodate what she got going on. Yeah. He just said it. I'd have been there before. I he just happened to say it. Yeah. You feel me? It's mm-hmm. a difference. Yeah. That's why I say so. A lot, a lot of the artists that I do follow, I did mm-hmm. follow, which, I, like I said, I be so focused on my own realm a lot of times, bro. I step out of the way. But I do know what's usually what's going in, on. usually what's popping, all that, you know what I mean? But like now, I really don't like to get into none of it because it's like... It's enough. You're just not a fan. Yeah, man. Not like, you know, the the, the, the clout chasing and mm-hmm. internet pushing all them buttons and all that, bro. Come on, man. Yeah. Internet is... And then yeah. you you want me to... Like, when I see you, I come from an era like... It's on site. It was on site. Yeah. Like, it was shoot, real. shoot the fifth. Yeah. We gonna, we fair ones. We had all of that. Like, yeah. you know, you come from the era. Um, I heard um, a rapper by the name of Court. He actually um, has his own show. Shout out to Court. Um, mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, Big Court. He said like, um, your words. Sometimes you have to pay with your words, with your ass. Oh yeah. Yeah. Indeed. That's the era you come from. Yeah, that's the era I come from. Like yeah. real talk. Like mm-hmm. your mouth gotta do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your hands got to be able to work yeah. if your mouth working. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It's crazy. Like mm-hmm. a lot of these dudes talk crazy all the time, bro. Yeah. But then when you see a person, for f- you know, it right in front of them, face to face, now it's, oh nah, bro. You know how you know I was just nah. We not dumbing nothing down. Keep nah. that same, same energy. Same energy you had before. And we gonna get it shaking. Yeah. It is what it is. Like me personally, that's why I don't even get in there like back and forth with. Yeah. You know, individuals, because I know 
now, regardless of what, if it do get to some some of them certain extents, now I mean, ain't no ain't no heart behind them bullets, man. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So a lot of these cats is just cold, or they moving to try and prove something, mm -hmm. versus them doing it for survival. You know what I mean? Like, I believe in my era, a lot of dudes was doing that. Like, if they were putting in that work, it was for survival. You feel me? It wasn't about trying to impress a bunch of people. You feel me? That's like a, a bunch of people that don't even know you, you know? Don't care to know about you. Y'all putting on a show to go somewhere where ain't no show. Now you got somebody telling you when you can turn the TV on, if you can watch TV. You sitting in a room with a bunch of dudes. Like, bro, it's corny. So I hate to get off topic, but... Nah, it ain't real, it's real. Please continue. That part. So it's yeah. like, you know, I do I do pay attention to the rap scene. Real life? Indeed. Mm -hmm. All day. Like, I pay attention to the rap scene. I pay attention... Can you hold it up, piece of the viewers can see it? I don't know if I can get them close enough, but, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, well, they, they can kind of see yeah, it. So <laughs> I, I, that I, way, when you yeah. look at your hands, they know what you're Indeed. looking at. I yeah. got a couple rings on, but it's real life and hard work mm -hmm. on my hands. But it's just really like, you know, I like the, I like the reference a lot that's really going on in my life, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, things that that's actually going on mm -hmm. or are relative to my everyday life, you know what I'm saying? Versus like trying to impersonate or mm -hmm. look at somebody else's life and be like, I'm gonna do that. Mm -hmm. And then go try it out. And a lot of times, experiment and don't always get you the best results. Yeah, because you have to live your life. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Pete, let's jump. Speaking about your life, let's jump back into your music because we kind of got off oh, track, yeah, but yeah, we had yeah. a great conversation. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, um, you started rap, so you said going on through high school, you was battling. Mm -hmm. um, you said you've always been really musically inclined. You know, you can, you know, some things as far as just simple basic things when it comes to like drums and instruments, you can, mm -hmm. you can yeah, pick I up on. So when did you say, you know what, I'm about to take rap serious? Because as mm -hmm. I said before, you have, you know, um, several quality projects across all streaming platforms. Make sure that y'all go and stream King Persona. Yeah, King Persona. Persona or Persona? King Persona. 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 Yeah. Um, Persona. Persona. You know, it's it's the <laughs> twist on the word, but Persona. P e r s o n a. Gotcha. Yes, indeed. Y'all. Make sure that y'all go tune in. But like, um, so when did you be say, you know what, I'm about to take rap serious? Like this is what I'm about to do. Man, listen, I'll be honest with you. Like I said, I've been in so many studios. I've I've always been serious. Mm -hmm. It's been some of the cats that I've been around that weren't very serious about it. Mm -hmm. I will say one of the most serious individuals though to ever sit down with me, which was, you know, I mean my my I call him my brother mm -hmm. and my best friend, uh Nigel McKenzie. He he, Shout he out definitely yeah, Nye, Nye was Nye was definitely... He still was? Well, he, he goes by Nigel Bay now, but... He still with us? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, he still is. So you said was, so... Yeah, yeah, he goes by Nigel Bay's um, of Moorish background right now, but for the most part, he, he put in the most work with me, and we wanted that, bro. It, when did it, it start? What age? I would say, yeah, like, I, man, me and him met, the first day we met, we clicked, bro. Mm -hmm. It was, it was, we was best friends from that day on, like, that, 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 it's, it's, it's a story that need to be told, but it's wild, like, our first day of middle school. Mm, okay. Gotcha. Like, first day of middle yeah, school. So we was, like, 13, 12, 13 yeah. years old. Probably, no, 12. We was about 12. 11, 12. Yep. Going into uh, middle school, our first day. Mm -hmm. We sitting in homeroom, and it was... It was an extravaganza because we came in there roasting everybody, man. So, you know, I ain't gonna say no names, but mm -hmm. the young lady we was getting on, she was... She was a big girl too, man. Oh, she like, nah, man. bro. She would have, nah, nah, not like big like that. No, just she was like big, like baby D big. Like, oh lord, she could whoop a dude though. Like, yeah, yeah she. I mean, I ain't gonna say she could whoop me, but <laughs> it you. was it was definitely something we ain't need to be doing. But yeah. 
eventually, you know how that go too, because you pick on her, and then later on, some sometime in your, your your school days, especially if y'all go from middle school, then go to the same high school. Now you liking her in some way, shape, or form. So you got to be careful of that. Too. Got you. But um, yeah, me and him spent a lot of time. So it was like yeah, around twelve, thirteen. Like I said, when I when I got into it. Mm-hmm. I had started finding ways to make music. Mm-hmm. And it was about the creativity. It was about being serious. But like as I got older, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, like when I turned like, I say by the time I graduated, I graduated High in school. 2000, yeah, 2001. Sheesh, I was two that years was, old. Yeah. Not, not even, you graduated in May. I was a one and a half, but continue. Indeed, yeah, yeah bro. It was, was young, it was, yeah. It was, it was the, like I said, the CD era. It was where, you know, you could come out and drop a tape and uh, drop a mixtape. Like, mixtapes was big then, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So 2001 all the way up, they like, you know, that was when Clue and Woo Kid and, mm-hmm. and all them, the, the, you know, it was a uh, lot of different DJs that was out, you know what I mean? Uh, K-Slay? K-Slay was, like, yeah. he didn't really do too much for the streets, bro. Like, I'll oh. be honest with you, like, okay. Clue, Clue had the streets. Yeah. Clue, Clue had the streets. And yeah. With that, it was, Clue you know, was different. Fab, DMX, mm-hmm. um, the mob was on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, like K. Slay had like fifty, and he had yeah, um, Dipset. Bro, I'm trying to tell you, like, it, like the Clue had the streets, Clue bro. The streets, so okay. K. Slay might have had it in mm-hmm. New York, New York. Gotcha. But for the most part, though, like, like yeah, I mean K. Slay, K. Slay might have had it in the New York, mm-hmm. New York. But for the most part, yeah. Like, I don't get it streets. twisted, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, Clue, Clue really had the streets here. Like yeah. I said, in Rochester. In Rochester, okay. But then, you, you know, we had we had cats like Quanta Bomb and, you know, mm-hmm. cats like that, too, that had mad. Like, they, they was dope mm-hmm. at what they did. You know what I'm saying? Um, you had you had Big Raz. You had DJ Wiz. You know what I'm saying? That put mixes together or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, they, they definitely, them, them they, renowned DJs from here. Mm-hmm. So it was like, them dudes definitely had a Chris good, good foot in there. Yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We got our own culture. We got our own movement. That's why yeah. Rochester rappers mm-hmm. kind of stand in their own realm, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Upstate. But yeah, upstate, period. Like, that that domain, the way we rap, the way we move, all that, mm-hmm. it's different. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? It's not It's not, It's not. not like it's easily accepted everywhere, but I ain't gonna front. I, man, this, I know a bunch of cats from here mm-hmm. that'll go elsewhere and eat everybody food. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. we just the, the lyrically inclined in that manner. And I'll be honest with you, I, I, I will say it's the grit of the town, man. Yeah. The grit of the town. When, you really, when we really delved in it, like, we really growing up here and being able to recite what you saw, or what you went through, or the areas you came up in. And, you know what I mean? We can say streets. Mm-hmm. You know, Hudson, Jenny, Jefferson, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, Arnett, uh, Thurston, you mm-hmm. know, Dewey. We can say these different streets and everybody know mm-hmm. what's going on in these areas, you feel me? So if you came up in them and you actually was, you know, um, in my time frame, if you were fortunate enough to make it out, you know what I mean? Somebody probably heard your music or heard of you or heard of, heard of you giving, you know, getting busy, but it's it's just so crazy. It seemed like it don't never really make it out of here. But like, you know what I mean? I had to get, a, you know, the credibility to uh, 38, like 38 Special, man. He just, he, he just went hard for what he, mm-hmm. what he, what he, what he put into it. And, green landed and yeah. from here. He helped propel him. Yeah, Green. Yeah. But see, that's the thing too, because I mean, it's a lot of different mixed reviews on Green, so I'm not gonna get into that. But okay. I'll, I'll be honest with you, like, Special put the work in though. Special, mm-hmm. special, yeah, yeah, nice. He's so, one of my favorites yeah, right now. Indeed. So special put a lot the work special. in, man. So you got Etho, you got Uwap, you got Larry Love, mm-hmm. you got a lot of those guys that was around. Mm-hmm. 
and, and, and putting the work in, you know what I mean? Simph, mm-hmm. um, it, it, Illinois, you know, it was it was a lot of cats. That's one of my, one of my, you know, he was, we was, we was close at one time. We went to high school together and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We did spend time outside of there as well, you know what I mean? So it was like, uh, he's in, a, and uh, you heard of the cloth, right? Yes. So, so. Yeah, Illinois is part of the club. Okay. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. good people, man. So, you know what I mean? It's just a lot of cats from from the town that should be getting the notoriety. You know what I mean? That it's, it's crazy. It's like people not really, you know what I'm saying? And it, and it could be just the Rochester mentality. You feel me? Like, we from here. We all seem like, okay, I know him, so I'm not going to support him. Mm-hmm. Versus you supporting somebody else out of town, it's backwards. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like somebody, you will support somebody out of town before you support your own. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I think we we got to get to a point too where we got to get out of that mindset. But Definitely. yeah, getting like me getting ready. To, I'm sorry. I, 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 nah, I, I love. Nah, it. that's all good. Yeah. Um, this is your platform. Just getting well, serious. Man. Getting serious about it though. Like mm-hmm. I say, coming out of high school mm-hmm. and just really being able to have access to the things that I needed. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, I ain't had the best studio, but I had something to make sure my vocals was clean and mm-hmm. they was Sycamore instrumentals. We had instrumental tapes. Like they was coming out with CDs with just a hundred instrumentals on there and every new instrumental, you know what I mean? Say every new song that dropped or every new tape that dropped, mm-hmm. um, say Nas dropped the album. Nas dropped the album, his instrumental was on that CD. Sycamore tape. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Sycamore, like everybody knows Sycamore beats. Mm-hmm. That, that was definitely um, something tough. Um, so it was like getting into the instrumentals, doing those. I say early on, though, I wasn't really into my own beats. Mm-hmm. My beats was fire, like yeah. crazy. I just, mm-hmm. I, me personally, I sat and made it. It took so much time to make the beat. It's like. Because you said you started on FL. Yeah, like early, 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 bro. Yeah. I was on FL in like 2003, like. Mm-hmm. So 2000, that's 20 years of me using that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, and it, it upgraded a lot, man. Mm-hmm. I lost a lot of beats with that motherfucker too, though, man. <laughs> I'll be honest, like computers crashing, losing beats. Uh, you know what I mean? Even even the recordings, man, the recording software crash, bro. You lose a whole song and be sick. Let the computer crash, you done lost all your music. All your music, yeah. And that was the difference. Like, I ain't gonna front. I'm gonna be honest, man. The white boy's smart, man. The white boys go out and get external hard drives mm-hmm. and all that different stuff. Bro, we ain't know about all that, man. We ain't know too much about all that. We, we just, just get the computer, and do get the it, microphone, get, exactly. get the interface and record. And having all that on that one computer and it... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do it. It make you want to cry, don't Yo, it? that man cry, mm. break everything. Yeah. I don't want to rap no more. Yeah, like, yeah, you'd be ready to fight if somebody even asks you what happened yo, to your music. This shit, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that'd down. be the first thing. Hey, yo, bro, you working on anything? Hey, yo, I don't even want to talk about it, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it definitely was a, was a time where mm-hmm. that's why I say the love for it, though, like the passion and really getting into it. And I was going through things, you know what I'm saying? I grew up on Hudson Avenue, bro, like... Yeah. That, that really was the essence of my music. Like, you know what I mean? Waking up, I would live right across the street from the House of Mercy, bro. Like, 737 Hudson Avenue, 180 Frederick Park, right there on the corner. Like, St. Jacob's directly ahead of my street. The House of Mercy is an open-door mission, man. So I don't know a lot of people hearing about it mm-hmm. right now. They still, like, it's still a lot of tragedy. It's part of the poverty. I mean, it's part of poverty. It's part of the, the struggle and things of that nature. But... Mm-hmm. Like, growing up right there, bro, I seen it all. I seen it all, man, out my window. Like, everything from prostitution to drugs, drug deals, drug needles, people using 
man, listen, oh, the first murder I ever seen, like watching a person die, that was, that was different, man. Like that, was, that was real. Like, you know what I mean? I watched a guy, he, you know, he got stabbed to death and that changed me a lot, man. So going, to, like living right there was just, it was, it was tough, bro. Like that neighborhood to this day, but it was, it was cool. Cause I mean, I would even say it still was neighborhood though. Cause like people really looked out, like, you know, people who knew my people and they knew my people was church people, bro. They, you know, they looked out, you know what I mean? So it wasn't, it wasn't that bad, but like that, that, that establishment, oh my God, man, it was crazy. So just being able to take in my surroundings and then eventually. Put it into the music. Yeah, but yeah. eventually getting into it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm not gonna convict myself, but mm -hmm. I did my share, you know what I mean? I've been out there, I did what I did, you know what I'm saying? I, I did what I did for my family though. I wasn't out there for no reason, you know what I'm saying? It was a lot mm -hmm. of cats that was just out there. Like, bro, what you out here for? Like, mm -hmm. you ain't doing this to feed your family. You ain't doing this to make sure your siblings is good. Like, You're probably not built for it. It was a lot of that going on, too, mm -hmm. but... Nah, we weeded them out quick, though. Yeah. We weeded them out quick. You couldn't play You couldn't play certain blocks. Like, you couldn't play the block if you wasn't built for it, trust me. Mm -hmm. um, Somebody would ask you, what you doing out here? Yeah. yeah. Like, if it, if it wasn't family, like, mm -hmm. really on some, like, yeah... Like, that's my cousin or that's my brother. But you had to be from the hood, so it wasn't like you was just out there. But like I said, you had to be a certain pedigree when you was out there, you know what I'm saying? And I'll be honest with you, like, my right-hand man, he, 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 you know, he got deported to Trinidad. I ain't dropping no names or nothing, but, you know, my right-hand man, he was, he, was, he, was, he was out there, you know what I'm saying? And I had fell upon hard times and a little something went on, and I was drawn into it. So, mm -hmm. you know, um... He gave me an opportunity and I took the opportunity and yeah, it was it was up from there, you know, we was good, you know what I'm saying? Like anybody that knew I was in the street, they'll know like I was still low-key, cool, laid back. I knew how to hustle, bro. I was smart. So it worked. But other than that, like, mm -hmm. yeah, the music always was in the mix though. Always. So I always had a story to tell because I was always in mm -hmm the motion of something going on, something happening around my environment. Mm -hmm. And being a smart guy, um, more of a poet, yep. you know what I'm saying? Knowing how to put my words together, knowing how to make them flow, having good rhythm, being able to to, to hear. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got a set of ears on me that, like, man, from the smallest ting in the beat to the, the, the biggest drum, I, I could hear it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it was more like, utilizing all of that and putting it together and just that gumbo, man. I call it gumbo, because once you can mix it all up, you know, the average cat go to the studio, they pick a beat, and then they rap. Mm -hmm. I gotta make the beat, make sure the beat is, you know, level right, mm -hmm. take that off, put it in another software, record it, mm -hmm. then mix and master it before yeah. I can drop it. You know what I mean? Versus somebody going to the studio, all they gotta do is drop their verse. They come back two days later, they got a track. Sometimes come back two hours later, they got a track. But that, that changed though. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. That changed. Back then it was like, yo, mm -hmm. you come back, I have it done. Yeah. But that's when people took pride in the work too, though. Mm -hmm. Man, these microwave rappers right now, bro. SoundCloud rappers, man. Like, I ain't gonna lie, I was on SoundCloud for a hot minute, but I had realized, like, me putting all that time and energy into what I was doing, the love of my craft, the music, you know what I'm saying? And a dude could sit there and turn on his phone, 
turn the beat on in the background, rap over it, and he blow up tomorrow, that was crazy. Yeah. I always said this, like, when it comes to DSPs, like, people talk about which ones were, like, the biggest game changers. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's really an argument for, you know, both Apple and um, Spotify. But I always said this, man, I don't, I mean, a whole music subgenre of hip-hop came from SoundCloud. Right. So I'm glad that you mentioned that because, you know, for example, I've never, ever heard of a um, s- s- of an Apple music rapper. A Spotify rapper, but I've heard of a SoundCloud, SoundCloud rapper. rapper so, you know, that's what I always say, like, man, like, SoundCloud, I, I'm glad that you right. painted that so perfectly Indeed. because people don't give that platform enough credit. Indeed. SoundCloud helped propel a lot of bona fide superstars. Oh, yeah. yeah. But right now, yeah. so you get yeah. it, though. And the ill part about it is, though, mm-hmm. this is the era of clout. They call it clout chasing. Clout is the era of clout. Like, no. it ain't about your natural ability. Mm-hmm. It's about who you know yeah. and how you look and what you got on and what you represent and, you know what I mean, what gang and all that. Like, bro, it wasn't about that. See, that's the beauty of where we come from. You know what I'm saying? Like, my era where the rapper had to be able to rap. Yeah. We was basing our self off of our styles and how different we was. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll be honest with you. Like, if I had to say... Like a newer, a newer rapper or a newer artist, mm-hmm. right now, man, like Lil Baby, mm-hmm. he one of my favorites. He's an animal, man. You wanna like know why him. I like him so much? It's because um, when he get in that booth mm-hmm. and he rap, like especially like when he gets to doing songs like Emotionally Scarred and mm-hmm. um, uh. What is the name of that song? Dasha and I try one of us. Oh, Grace. Mm-hmm. Like, when he gets a rapper, it's like, it's like he rap like his life depend on it. That's it. And you want to know something, too, though? It's crazy that you say that because, you know, a lot of, I consider people like you an OG. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. So, yeah, sure. so no, a right. lot of the OGs mm-hmm. don't like a lot of the new rappers. Mm-hmm. And hearing y'all out and listening to what y'all are saying about how times have changed and how it's so much different from where y'all have come from, mm-hmm. I understand it to an extent. Right. But a lot of like, like Lil Wayne, like a mm-hmm. couple years yeah, ago, Wayne. Little, yeah, Lil Baby, like he, I consider him an OG. Right. Like, you know, even though Wayne is still, he's still a monster at 40 years old. Right, right. And been in the game for 30 That's years. That's why I put him and, yeah. I was gonna say him and Cole. Mm-hmm. Like they adapted though. Yeah, for a fact. You get what I'm saying? But even Wayne, he mm-hmm. was like, just speak on Lil Baby, he was like, yo, he's like, Lil Baby, my favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. And like so many like, like some of the more OGs, they be like, you know what? Like, I don't like a lot of the new dudes, but you know, yeah. maybe yeah, he go crazy. Cause he, he mm-hmm. really telling his story. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's different, like, and, and, and I mean, it's relative music mm-hmm. to every age range almost. And he got some messages in there too. That's what I'm saying, it's yeah. relative. When I say relative, the message is mm-hmm. what we getting. We not really getting, you know I mean? We getting pieces of him. Mm-hmm. But the message be so relative, like you can relate, like yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I He's really speaking his pain for a me? fact. Yeah, I want him to get back um, to. Um, I want him to get back to like um, what is it? That one album, uh, uh, my turn. Okay. Like the last one he put out, his skill and his ability was fire. Mm-hmm. But I kind of want him to get back to you know a little bit more like Catch the Sun and um, the song he had with. Um, I forgot the name of that song. Started up when I and I rap into a million and we. I forgot the name of the song, mm-hmm. but I know the cadence. Indeed. But anyways, I want him to get back to. Um, I want him to get back to like a little bit more like the messages within his music. But now it's yeah. wild because I'm, I'm gonna put you on, mm-hmm. and this is the beauty of all. And I even speak for Jay, which uh-huh. you know what I'm saying. I might have said some things earlier. About, <laughs> nah, I got you. But no, I'm just gonna be honest. Like uh-huh. if you get back to him, mm-hmm. you get back to Wayne, you mm-hmm. get back to. 
And, and the one so much, I gotta shout Fifty out, bro. Like Fifty Cent. Fifty's nasty. Fifty yeah. Cent is just. You know he was I mean? one. He was my favorite at one point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's still uh, one of one of my top five, to be honest. But I respect it. Yeah. I, I'll be yeah, honest. That's your era too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying, 18, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When he, when he came 2001. Out. Yeah. Just get rich. Yeah. Die trying, bro. Like a lot of that in that era. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is. A lot of people say that. Like, I want that artist to get back mm-hmm. to this. Yeah. Now, respect exactly yeah. what you said, because a lot of people want to hear that grime again. They want to hear that, yeah. but they ain't living that no more. And music changes. Indeed. You see what I'm saying? So even if the music mm-hmm. changed, if he not living that lifestyle, you yeah. can't expect them to convert. To come back to that. Exactly. So you're yeah, right. Yeah, indeed. So, mm-hmm. no, nah, I respect what you said, though, because mm-hmm. a lot of people be like, okay, that's the baby. You know, that's the little baby that. Yeah. You know what I mean, I with, but. But this is what I will say. Mm-hmm. Even if he don't go back to rapping what he was rapping about before, I like to see him rap about, because like I said, I think he's very talented. Mm-hmm. I like to see him rap about about, you know, like, you know, raising his children, you know, yeah, businesses okay, okay, and things yeah, of that nature. Yeah, you see yeah, what indeed. I'm saying? I don't mind the artist growing up and, you know, changing. Like, I want that. Like, right, right, right. What right, I try right. to, like, for example, my show is all about positivity, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Giving people their flowers while they're here. Right. And, you know, one key thing about me is, like, I try to tell people uh, the life of a rapper in hip-hop you know, because, you know, hip-hop's 50 now. So we mm-hmm. have people in hip-hop who are in their 60s. Right. So I like to see people like Gucci, married children. I like to see oh, yeah. people, you know what I'm saying, LL, healthy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Great father, still in church. You know, mm-hmm. one of my one of my uh, homeboys actually go to church with LL. Gotcha. So that's why I oh, say that's that. Dope. that's dope. Yeah, you know, so um, did it like uh, Mount Zion in Queens or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me not be giving away that, all that <laughs> information. But, yeah, so, you know... Um, Reverend Run, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They all, they all look Influ- great. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Slick Rick, right, you know right. what I'm saying? Indeed. He's still, you know, that's the thing with hip hop. So you know, I definitely feel like, and like I said, even Nas, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily care for too many of Nas's newer mu- new, new music. Right. But I respect the fact that he's still creating. I now, respect- I'll be honest with you. Uh-huh. You stepped into his newer joints yet? Um, King's Disease one was okay. Mm-hmm. Two was not a fan. Mm-hmm. Three didn't even bother. Mm-hmm. And then what's the one he just did with Big Boy Magic? Yeah, ma- the, the Magic Joyce is DC. Yeah, bro. I liked the and King's one. Disease. Yeah, King's Disease was fire, but I, yeah. I get it. I, but you I see, but I appreciate the fact that Nas is still, still making music. Yeah. I still appreciate the fact that Snoop Dogg literally is probably the busiest rapper ever. Oh, yeah. And I appreciate the fact that Snoop is overseas getting bags, whatever, whatever, at the Super Bowl halftime show. I respect the fact that Snoop is still releasing music. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's what I try to say. Like, hip-hop, I love I love to see the rappers grow older. So, even though Jay-Z might not necessarily make money, cash hoes, money, cash hoes, he might not make that no more. But at the same time, too, I love to see him still create and I like seeing him do the story of OJ. Right, right. Indeed. Yeah, indeed. No, no, I'm saying growth, Mm -hmm. growth is inevitable. Yeah. Yeah, for a fact. But that's it. Yeah. Not not saying they can't go back in that bag. Yeah, because I believe they can. Yeah, yeah they mm-hmm. definitely get back in that bag. But yeah. it's like the life that they live now. It's, it's different. Like, yo, Perspective it's, change. Yeah, People change. Indeed, man. So uh, you you said the right thing though. Mm-hmm. You would like to hear them rap about what they got going on now. But I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You probably wanting so many that yeah want to hear that because of the influence that everything else has on yeah. on the. On the, on the the, the genre and the, mm-hmm. the people right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if, if it makes sense. Like, we in the ADD era, man. Everybody just, boop, 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 boop. they jumping all over the place, but they're not really looking at, mm-hmm. you know, what's in front of them too long. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why so many artists are coming and going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I couldn't tell you, you know, you know, we had the baby, we got little baby, you know what I'm saying? Wayne and 
J. Cole been out in the, in, mm-hmm. in the front. Kendrick. Kendrick. Kendrick been in that scene, yeah. All that. But then that's the thing. Like, everybody ain't screaming about Kendrick right now. That's a great... Well, he... Two, he's two years off of a Grammy, you know, that, and Kendrick's nah, respectfully, and, and Kendrick's but, a little bit more reclusive, right? But like, it, yeah. see, now you're making excuses mm-hmm. for him. Now I ain't saying when you saying screaming, like what you mean? Like, no, like ain't nobody just out here like Kendrick. Like it was a point where everybody was like Kendrick, the best, like the oh, best okay, rapper alive right now. Like mm-hmm. people was really moving like that. Mm-hmm. No shots to Kendrick, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Oh, right like, now, like okay. right, right now, ain't nobody screaming Kendrick. But that, I point. get it though. Yeah, like he had his time. But that's what mm-hmm. I was saying, how fast rappers come in. Yeah, I mean, Kendrick had a decade. Out. You know what I'm I saying? I mean, and realistically, I think if Kendrick drop another album, it probably will go number one. Right. Now, yeah. for, for a second, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying, for a second, and you say he had a decade, but a lot of people don't remember the whole decade. They might know a couple mm-hmm. of his songs. They not going to know. Yeah. Like, his catalog. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, the, the radio hits, mm-hmm. like, people who really don't dive into music like that but yeah. know who Kendrick is and respect what he do, they don't know his hits. Yeah. But they're not gonna go back and say nothing about his album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's my the favorite he's the best rapper that I've ever seen, mm-hmm. like with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, I'm a little like I said, my opinion is probably right. definitely very biased. Now I'll be out no, I, re- I respect that. Yeah. Now the ill part about it is that's your era. Yeah, for a fact. This is your time frame. This yeah. is your era. The best so, rapper I've ever seen with my own eyes. Oh, gotcha. when, I, when I was able to actually appreciate it and be there for and experience right. the music as him. Yeah, it because gives you- he came out with one of the craziest, probably maybe the best storyteller album of all time. Right, you know, Good Kid, Mad City. Uh-huh. Then he comes with one of the craziest political albums, political statements of all time mm-hmm. with To Pimp a Butterfly. Then he comes with Damn. Damn is a story, a political album. But then he got songs like Humble, which almost got a billion views on YouTube mm-hmm. and had club bangers on there. Right. And he even, and you see him borrowing and using other art, like, um, what's the one song? Um, Element, where he uses Juvenile's flow at the end. See, I okay. You don't know, okay, but still. Now, I mean, yeah, I'll be honest. That's I'm not the, saying I'm not a I'm not a fan. Yeah, but you just don't. But yeah. I fool with his music. Yeah. So that's the thing about mm-hmm. Kendrick. Like, I was actually able to see him, and I'm like, wow. Like, this music is powerful. Mm-hmm. It's reaching people. It has substance. Right. You know, and then Kendrick, as I said before, just the different styles and everything that he was able to. That's why, for me personally, when people say my favorite rappers overall, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I like you know I like Project Pat and I like Gucci. You know, gotcha. I grew yeah, up on that music, indeed. you know, sure. but when it comes to the best and my favorite rapper of my era, your era. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Kendrick for me. Right. Yeah, indeed. And mm-hmm. that's the beauty of us sitting here. We yeah. from two different time frames, two different mm-hmm. eras, because it, it, it like the impact that they'll have on me versus the impact on the you is totally you different. Totally different things. Yeah, you know what I mean? What Kendrick is rapping about, you've lived. Yeah, he was indeed. rapping about it. Yeah, because when Kendrick really started blowing up. I don't, not to put your age out there, but no, you, no. Was, you was a grown, mature man. Yeah, I was a mature man. So it was, was like, yo. I was 14. Yeah. Yeah. So if it wasn't, that's what I was hearing. Yeah. So it's like, okay, that nah, that's song. tough. Yeah, that was a dope song. Dive in it, like, okay, cool. That's fire. Mm-hmm. But like I said, too, now I couldn't be totally closed minded to the new music that was coming. Yeah, because you, so, you still an artist. Exactly. Yeah. So not, not, not only that, though, just mm-hmm. like, I gotta have a connection too with my children. I gotta, you know what I'm saying? I have to have a connection with my siblings and. And what better way to do that than music? And the the people around me Mm -hmm. that are younger in generation than I am, but they're family members. Mm -hmm. Like we get around, we have a party or something. You feel me? It's like, it, it shouldn't be. What is this mess I'm listening to versus, yeah. okay, yeah, you know what I mean? You can get in a groove with it. So I get it, like, mm-hmm. 
the difference in, in, in time frames does help, though. I'll be honest with you, because I know, too, it was an artist that came out that sounded a lot like Kendrick, though. Really? Who was it? D Smoke. Mm, okay. D Smoke and Kendrick got a mm -hmm. very, but they both from the West Coast. Mm -hmm. So it's cool that, you know what I mean, Ken Kendrick touched on a lot mm -hmm. in, in, in a lot of his music. But I, I mean, me personally, I can't go into his catalog. Like mm -hmm. D Smoke, another one. Newer artist, mm -hmm. all that. But I can't, can't go, go into his catalog. catalog. I See, you study the music. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Me as an artist, knowing and hearing these different people and all of that, and if I go and sit and dive into something, man, mm -hmm. it kind of falls into my level of creativity. Like, yes. I like to stay in my own bubble when bubble, I'm, yeah, when I'm, you I'm creating, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when I do step out, though, like I say, we taking a long ride or, mm -hmm. you know, I'm on a flight or something like that. Okay, cool. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, I could dive yeah, I could dive into that, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit there for days and study. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's a, it's a difference, man. You know? Gotcha. Pete, I want to jump back to your music because mm -hmm. I know you said that you really started taking music serious once you graduated from high school. Mm -hmm. So when you graduated from high school, it was May of 2021. Oh, no, nah, June. June 2020. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm still in the Georgia. I'm. St I, I, we just graduated yeah, yeah. college. We graduated May. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So June 2021. So you started taking music seriously um, at that time. Excuse mm -hmm. me. June 2001. 2000. Yeah. You done got burned. Yeah. My fault. <laughs> so um, I talked to a lot of. Um, I've, I've talked to some people and especially like um, different figures within the music industry, mm -hmm. and um, they always. Two or three times, there was times where they talked about how 9-11 impacted, you know, um, their musical journey and their mm -hmm. career in music. When you first started taking music, like, serious, serious, 9-11 was three or four months after. After, Can right. you talk about if it did at all have any impact? Yeah, bro. Like, if you, if you really had to look at what was going on at that time, I was 18 years old, man. Like, mm -hmm. they was talking about a war, like... It was stuff going on, and to watch the buildings blow up, like, on TV. Mm -hmm. it, to me, first of all, I walk in, my mom, like, you know, Gerald. That's my middle name. Oh, okay. So I my middle name is She just said that, because I'm going to tell you how my mom called okay. me. Gerald, come, come in here. Come in here. You need this. I'm like, what's going on? You said Gerald? Gerald. Okay, like, Ger Ger okay. Nah, Gerald okay. with a J. Oh, gotcha. So, you know, I walk in. I'm like... Oh, snap, what movie is this? Wow. That's how crazy that was, bro. Like, what movie is this? Sorry, I hate to laugh, but wow. Nah, it was crazy. really like that. Like, yo, we watching it over and over. You've seen like one the of plane. the craziest terrorist attacks in, in recent American history. Because we yeah. wasn't dealing with nothing like that. That was the first real, like, home, hit home. And you thought it was a movie? We, Bro, the way it was showing on TV was crazy, yo. We are on the news. The news channel is up, and, mm -hmm. and they're showing the plane. In the damn building. In the building. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo, what movie is that? That's crazy. Wait, that's New York City? Wait, hold on. I look at the caption. Twin Towers. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Plane hits Twin Towers. Boom, boom, boom. We see the first one. So when you see the first one, you're like, hold on. Then you see the other one just... The next one hit. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, mom, this is really happening right now. Mm -hmm. She like, yeah. Then they started talking like, okay, well, you know, it might be a war after this, the draft and all that different type of stuff. And I'm like, yo, I'm about to go get on the roof, build me a fort. They ain't coming to get me. I ain't fighting. 
Yeah, I mean, I keep it 100. I ain't fighting, bro. I was, nah. It wasn't even about the war. I got my own reasons behind that, though. Right. And that, that that goes into, you know what I mean, us with these, this this this, this melanin, bro. We mm-hmm. get treated different. I'm not fighting for a country that ain't fighting for me, bro. I'll be honest with you. I respect it. Right, that just is what it is, bro. I don't gotcha. care how controversial that sound. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, hey, I got same, uncles man. that served. Mm-hmm. I got family that served, bro. And I'll be honest with you, though, like, you know, we ain't gonna no. really dive too crazy into it, but yeah. you already know, like, my situation mm-hmm. that I broke down to you from time to time, like, yeah. yeah. I understand. Yeah. Indeed. I got you. And like I said, Pete, like I said, your um, your thoughts, views, and opinions are all yours. So oh, you know, we respect sure. it. It's an sure. open platform for you to be able Indeed. to express that. Indeed. Man, so, Pete, how did it impact your music career? Because now it's like, like you said, you fresh out of high school, you like, man, I'm grown now, or you... you yeah, I was on my way out the yeah, door. You I, you I, was, the door. Yeah, you were on your way out the moving around like a grown man for a yeah, while. Yeah. But, like, so now that this is happening, how did it impact the music? Or like, did it at all? I would say it didn't stop nothing. Okay. Nah, I was still rapping about mm-hmm. it. And I would say I, I, I really didn't. Dudes was coming up with bars that was going, like, talking about the Twin Towers. Like, you know what I mean? Boom, mm-hmm. something about splitting it. They, like, they was just constantly talking about the Twin Towers. You know what I'm saying? Which is mm-hmm. crazy. I understand it, but. It was like they wasn't they wasn't really sympathetic about it, and you got to think about it. This Rochester, New York, you know what I'm saying? Versus it being New York, New York. Oh, I mean, if you didn't have family members that were impacted like directly on, you couldn't really. You know what I mean? Uh, Ground Zero. It, it wasn't like nah. Don't get it twisted though. I mean, the feeling was crazy because it's like that. It's that close to home, mm-hmm. but then again, at the same time, it just wasn't like you know what I mean as shocking as it was for the people who was there, like, you know what I mean? Or people who was going to school there or people who was in that area at that time, you know what I mean? Um, you know, much respect and my condolences to everybody that was lost in that, but mm-hmm. not, ain't no buts about it. That statement, straight like that, you know what I mean? Much love and condolences to the people who lost people during that time. That was very sad, it was traumatic, you feel me? But I mean, it affected the whole New York State, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But as far as my music, nah. We were still having our Working. own. Mm-hmm. We was bad, we had a battle. We on ground zero here in Rochester, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So it was like, that's every day for us. Mm-hmm. So it kind of didn't really change too much here in the town, though. Gotcha. You know? mm-hmm. Now, Pete, you really started kind of diverging out and kind of going to other places all around. You, I think you set up the East Coast just mm-hmm. with your music. Yeah. Um, I know you said, like, um, at one point, like, you had a nickname. Were you Upta- uh, Upstate, Upstate P? P. Upstate, Upstate P. P, yeah. So what year was this? Like, 20? Was you, like, 20? Was you 19? Nah, I like, was I was coming out of bro. I had I had a few names okay. leading up to that. But um, Upstate P came around, like, I was like 20. 20? Okay. So and this is when you was, was like moving around? Years. Yeah. What I was, was your experience around. like moving around? Oh, uh, it was cool. Like, I mean, uh, to be honest with you, I did a little something in North Carolina for a minute. I was okay. I was in Charlotte. Um, went, to, went to Charlotte, stayed with one of my homies for a little while, man. That shit, it just went bad, man, with him. Uh, he, like, this is fucking weird, but I'm just going to leave it at that. Cool. Nigga did the bullshit and... I wound up coming back home, but it was it was due to that music. Like, you know what I mean? That music had him feeling some type of way. People if people embraced me a different way, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like once, you know, performance wise and being able to flow and do what I do, like, he didn't have that same star quality. He didn't have it. So Admiration's turned into jealousy and envy. That part. And mm-hmm. it changed bad. Like it got bad, man. So mm-hmm. after that it was like, yo, okay, I'll I'll come back home, you know, and then I went to Tampa for a minute. And I was, Florida? I was there, yeah, Tampa, Florida. I stayed out there. Um, I was dating a young lady out there. 
um, she originally from here, mm -hmm. but I moved out there and um, that's why I went after the situation happened in Carolina. Mm -hmm. So instead of me coming back up north, I went that way, oh, back wow. down towards further south. Mm -hmm. And I went there and um, I had wound up going to uh, an open mic. It was floating around. This is when Facebook was really just getting started, started. Like it wasn't like it is now. Mm -hmm. And put up a flyer. It was like, yeah, you know, Tampa area, Ebor City, come on down. We got to open, you know, a showcase. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, cool, you know. I go down there, shoot to the showcase, and when I tell you, like, it was just different. Like everything about it was different, man. It was like I walked in there. It was people in costumes, and you know, they was ready to like really perform type shit. Like it wasn't like no, you know, underground shows. You know, everybody in there hoodied up. You know what I mean? Black t-shirts, anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's grimy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But for them, it was different. Like young ladies in there with full outfits on, you know what I'm saying? All of them matching outfits or, you know, dance group behind them. And the one dude killed me, had on like the Rocky Balboa and his song was like, punch like Rocky. But he had the Rocky Balboa robe on, no shirt, the boxing trunks, the boots, bro. He had the boots on and the boxing gloves, but he had done cut the hand out the boxing gloves so he could hold the mic. Bro, I ain't gonna front. It was turnt. He had a head full of dreads. It was turnt, but it was like, this how far they go? Yeah, but it was at, it was at this joint. <laughs> Yo, you wild. <laughs> Look at your face, bro. It was really that real, though. Like, Hold on. You said Rocky. Rocky. Boots? The boots, bro. Robe, no shirt. Robe, no shirt. And cut the top out the boxing glove to hold the mic. To hold the mic, bro. Lord. We're going to punch like Rocky. Punch like Rocky. Whoa, punch like. I was like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? But Brody, I ain't going to front. It was turp. But that was they music. It was the South. Yeah. But I get it. Like, yeah, he had the whole uniform on. So and it, was a, it was a young lady up there, and I ain't going to front. Like, she had, like, Trina Flo. Mm. But That's I, a hell of a flow. But she was nice, though. Like, mm. nice. Like, she was nice. And mm. um, it was a competition. Of course. Um, it was a guy named H, A-Y-C-H. Um, he had did 106 Wait, excuse and me. His name was H, and he spelled it A-Y-C-H? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so he was he was an actual artist. Like, okay. Nah, he was on 106 and Park before. Nah, I believe that's just so, a hell of a way to spell that. Yeah. Yeah, and but I, I guess, I, yeah, you he, don't just want to be a single letter, so. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> but continue. Yeah, like, okay, he, yeah, he was the one putting the showcase together. I okay. guess he had just did 106 recently or whatever, mm -hmm. so, you know, I mean, he just opened the doors to the, to the uh, you yeah. know, and this is down in the south, Tampa, Florida. Tampa, uh -huh. Ebor City mm -hmm. is their party district or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like they downtown, mm -hmm. so you know I go in. I'm, I'm literally got a, I got a flash drive, but my flash wasn't upload. So I'm like, dang, you know, I had a track. Mm -hmm. So this is my first week, so this is the first round. Mm -hmm. So they had two rounds, and then they had the finals. So um, we go into the first round. Mm -hmm. Cool, everything cool. I didn't, my, my joint wouldn't upload. So the first thing came to mind was like, yo, throw on that Mob Deep Quiet Storm, bro. Mm. So you oh, know. Line right behind the pages. Line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, 
Whoa. I'm the quiet storm nigga who ride yeah. lies. P. Yeah, you heard it though. That right there, son. Mm-hmm. Like, so mind you, that's one of my favorite beats at the time. For a fact. I'm 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 in I'm in a I'm I'm in my zone. Mm-hmm. And I had a few freestyles, like out of I like I was freestyling off the top, but I had a couple written as well that kind of mixed in with them. So I rapped for like five minutes, bro. Mm, okay. Like blacked out. Damn. Like that's that's five sixteens. Like yeah. and you just did it off the off the like yeah. off the top. I'm going hammer. Like mm-hmm. and bro, I ain't gonna front. That was like that's when I knew too. Like it was a different the different calling with the music because mm-hmm. I had left that place. Mm-hmm. So even if it was like if I blew up that day or never blew up at all, like the essence of what I was, I am, the essence of what I put into the music, the essence of what I do, mm-hmm. it was all for something. Yeah. So like I zoned out, bro. I literally blacked out. It was just me in there. Mm-hmm. Like it, that's the way it felt. Mm-hmm. It was a full house. Mm-hmm. But by the time I got done, crowd erupted. Yo, down dog, where you from? Boo boo boo. They going crazy. I'm like, yo. I'm just coming back too. Mm-hmm. Step down, you know, a couple people walking up. They got cards. Like, they did it differently, bro. Like, they got cards and, yo, holla at me here. And, you know, boom, boom, boom. So I'm getting, you know, different advances and everything. You know what I'm saying? That week I connected with maybe three, four people mm-hmm. um, that I, I wanted to versus everybody who came up and was like, yo, we could do something together or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I actually connected with, like, four people that week that, that really, you know, kind of, had a, had a little impact on what I was having going on down there. So I had kind of fell off of the wave a little bit after the little Charlotte incident. So I hadn't did music for like two months. And then when I jumped back into it, I was ready to go. So I did a track that the following week, I did a track that I knew was going to upload, mm-hmm. whatever. Went back in there, tore the house down, did another dope show. Mm-hmm. Then the next show on the final, something happened and they wound up scratching it or something. It was, it was crazy, but... Basically, that experience down there, though, it was it was fire. How did it feel? Well, I always said that the South, I feel like, has been a little bit more embracing Embrace. to outside music. Embrace. But how did it feel to just be a dude from up north and let alone upstate, Indeed. you know, which is we an area that don't necessarily get a whole lot of love. Mm-hmm. How did it feel to go down there and have your music received like Yo, that? Yo, you know what's wild? What's going on? Because I got, I, got, I got asked that question all the time. Like, what borough? Where you, like New York, you, the, what borough you from? What I'm like, yo, bro, I'm, I'm, from, from, up, I'm from up north. Yeah, where all the jails at? Yeah, South Canada. Indeed, yeah. like it's that's cold. where I'm at. Yeah, and ain't no three horse, feet of snow. Look, ain't no horses and cows up here. So mm-hmm. what you thinking is not what you thinking. Go on. And at that time, though, we was we was the murder capital. Damn. Like it was it was bro, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's like go on YouTube or go on the internet and type in Rochester, New York murder rate right now and see what they talking about. But that's the thing too. It wasn't nothing to glorify. You know, it's where I'm from, yeah. But it wasn't nothing to glorify. Cause I'm in, I'm in they, I'm in they backyard now. I'm in they play, on they playground. Like, mm-hmm. well, I'm gonna come down here and act like a tough guy outside of the town, bro. I don't, I'm not trying to go to jail in Florida. like. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to get locked up or do no dirt down here and have to go back home and, you know, if I if I make it back home, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody invincible. Like, I accept that. That's real life. Um, the reference of, you know, getting through that whole situation, that's the thing, though. Being a good person and being a dope individual with good energy, I was able to move around down there without no, no, no problems, you know what I mean? And then um, from there, I moved to Atlanta. Um, I really... 
I locked in with another guy that I thought was help, supposed to help me out with that, and he tried to take advantage too. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, wow, like, yeah. it, it, it'll bring it'll bring sides of you out that you don't really want to resurf want to resurface. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I really didn't want to like keep running into those situations. What years were you in Atlanta? Oh uh, man, that was like 2015, maybe. Oh, okay. So wait a minute. How long were you in Tampa? I was in Tampa for about a year, almost a year. And, and a you half. were in Tampa in 03? Nah, I was I was in uh, Carolina. In 03? In 03. And then you went to Tampa 05? Yeah, like around that time. And yeah, then well, you went there. back to Rochester then for I went back years. to Rochester. And yeah, then you went, went, moved to Atlanta? To Atlanta. In yeah. 2015? Yeah. Okay, back. So when I moved to Atlanta, that was, it was years after all of that, but you gotta think about that. Like yeah, you in Atlanta, you you in like prime club Atlanta. Yeah. You in future, yeah. Thug, Migos Atlanta. Bro, I didn't yeah. even get to I didn't even get to experience that. I wasn't there long enough. How long was you there? Like for? to me, I was there for like maybe maybe six months, close to Man. it. Yeah. Now, nah, the nigga really just showed his true colors, and I wasn't with it. Like, you yeah, know a lot I mean? of that goes on in the Atlantic music mm -hmm. scene. Yes. Then, nah, it wasn't that. It was it was one of my homies from up here. Really? Yeah, that's what oh, I'm trying wow. to say. Like, well, I know Atlanta. Like, you know, they got yeah, some, nah, some shady, some shady music business going on. Down yeah, there, but, but nah, it, it wasn't the music. It was personal, and he just oh, okay. he didn't really want to accept the fact that. The same, the same dog you left up there is the same dog that's sitting in your living room. Like, don't, don't, don't do that. You know what I mean? Don't play it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just watching his lifestyle and how he moved and all that. He said he was dealing with a lot and all that. I don't care nothing about that, bro. You're not gonna disrespect me at no point in time in life, bro. You do that, you gotta deal with the consequences that leave behind that. Whether I make you pay for it now, I make you pay for it later. Just saying, but don't don't quote me on that. <laughs> but you know, he, I got but you. Nah, just being honest, like you know, yeah. it, it just was a bad time for him. We got into it. I mean, I physically had to handle him. Like mm -hmm. it was it was it was wild. But you know, I came back home after that, and I really just like 2016 around that time. Yeah, uh -huh. I, I don't even, bro. I'll be honest with you. Like some of this stuff, bro. I tried to erase. Mm -hmm. Out of my head, man. I've been through a lot, yo, when it came to those type of situations, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I would say, you know, after after it was all said and done, mm -hmm. I realized, you know what I mean, the path I was supposed to be on, you know what I mean? God was doing something different. Yeah. God had a different plan for me. And every time I tried to lean on somebody, like a human being, mm -hmm. for anything, it ain't go right. Like, he's basically put that right in front of me, like, yo, I got a plan for you, but you gotta stick to the plan. So that's what's been going on. So like, yeah. even with the music and all that, you know what I mean? If you notice, I ain't got no features or none of that. Nothing. Yeah, no. all that's just me. But mm -hmm. it's not that I don't wanna do features, but I'm gonna make sure when I'm in a position to do features, it's gonna be official features with official people. Like, I don't wanna do nothing with nobody that's on no fraudulent business. And even if I keep doing music and it never gets where it's supposed to go, I'm still okay with that, like, you know what I mean? Like, would you get into, you know, the fact of me being a 40-year-old man, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm living for other things too, you know what I'm saying? So, for you fact. know, the music is definitely gonna always be there. That's it's bigger my, than music. Yeah, way bigger than music, man. Right now, it's, it's more about, like I said, the love and investing in the people around me who can grow and change and all of that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, our relationship as we, you know, as it's growing, mm -hmm. 
every day that I speak with you, every day I talk with you, or every day that we, you know what I mean, in that gym, the way it be going, yeah. it's for the betterment of both of us, you feel me? For a fact. But it, it, there was a time, I've never been a negative person. I never hate That's on right. nobody. I've never taken any, like, bro, I'll be honest. Like, like I said, the 100%. way me and you met, the way me and you met, you just pulled up, on, you introduced yourself to me, and we talked for Indeed. a minute, and then the following day, you just came up to me, I was on the leg extension. You was like, yo, and, you know, Indeed. you've yeah. always been very approachable. Yeah, so it's like, you guys been very kind. And it's crazy to hear you say that because a lot of people go through some of the things that you done been through. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they let it change them. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It, it was impossible to change. Mm-hmm. I've, the essence of me have always been good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just the situations that I was put in that brought out darker sides of me. But Yeah. Yeah, I've never been. Yeah, you come from yeah. a very loving household. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, sometimes I feel like we judge books by their covers. So if they see you with tattoos yeah, and things of that nature, indeed. you know what I'm saying, jewelry, people might perceive you one way. Mm-hmm. But you, like I said, you come from a college-educated household. You come indeed. from a loving Christian household. Yeah, You know, and definitely. Sure. Um, I heard a quote the other day. Um, if you bring the child up um, in a consistent and proper manner, the child um, is less likely to stray away from it as the child grows. Indeed. And I feel like that, Indeed. you know, shout out to like your family and everybody mm-hmm. who every, everybody who invested in the youth because it definitely still yeah, um, sure. correlates as time went on. Yeah, yeah. indeed. Like I, like I said, the darker sides of me that ever had to come out were. Yeah were provoked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't just I just do this to you because I'm a bad person. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, it was pieces of me that I ain't even know I had in there, bro. Mm -hmm. Like I ain't never been no slouch though. Like never been no slouch or pushover or nothing like that. But I'll be honest with you, it's just like a lot of the stuff that I was introduced to Mm -hmm. or situations I was put in. Mm -hmm. Survival, man. And that's one thing that I mean we could we could talk about as well. Just Mm -hmm. like people living in survival mode Mm -hmm. right now. Like that's that's the new wave. Like everybody in survival mode. Like I, I it, the only way I'm gonna survive is like dog eat dog type stuff. You know what I'm saying? I I, I would never want to give that yeah. presence or that 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 message to nobody. Like yo, I give you the shirt off my back as long as you do right by me. For a fact, you feel me? Because mm-hmm. respect come first. That yeah. with me, respect come first. You respect men, not money. That part, mm-hmm. you hear, you say that all the time. You yeah. know what I mean? But I was, I, I got that from uh, Kevin Gates for sure. Respect men, not money. Well, my dad too, but mm-hmm. I heard him say it like that. Mm-hmm. Respect men, not money. Indeed. Yeah. Because the money gonna come behind you respecting the men. For example. For if if, for if that's the type of situation it is. Mm-hmm. But that's it, man. And and if you if you look at that even in more depth though, you know what I mean? We use we say money is a form of currency, but also mm-hmm. riches and all of that. But at the end of the day. That's the goal. The mm-hmm. gold is the respect. The gold is the love. The gold is the things that you put behind, mm-hmm. you know, who you are and what you are. Yes, that sir. goes back to the statement. You put a piece of shit in Gucci. It's still a piece of it's shit. It's still a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So you got to understand, if you're not a good person, bro, what, 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 like, who, who respects that? For a fact. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. First thing they're going to do is disrespect you on your entrance. Mm-hmm. Man, that nigga's a piece of shit. I don't think that nigga, I'd fuck him, bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how people talk about people like that. And they might not say it loud enough for you to hear it. Mm-hmm. But they saying it. But they saying it. And they feel it. Yeah, they feel that indeed. Way. Yeah. But if you got 10 people that's walking around like, yo, nah, bro. Like, nah, that's a good dude. Mm-hmm. Yo, no, no, he good people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would rather have that than anything. You know what I'm saying? For a fact. So I look at it like I'm just setting examples for my family, my friends, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the few that I do have. Um, my my younger brothers, you know what I mean? Just leading by example, you know what I mean? My sons, my daughters, like, just making sure, you know, 
those situations turn out well. You know what I'm saying? They might not always be good in the beginning, but as long as they can look at it and be like my dad or, you know, my brother or, you know, my uncle, like my nephews and my nieces, and they look and be like, yo, my uncle was a cool dude, man. Be think about it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of it being like, man, I'm a fool with you. Yeah, think about that, man. I'd rather that. To me, that's riches. And that's, that's your legacy. Indeed, mm-hmm. for sure. That That's the most valuable thing to me right now in my life, man. Mm-hmm. That, that, that love and that reciprocation of what I put out, you feel me? Yeah. So that's it, man. Like, yeah, so the music thing. Mm-hmm. But about your music, was, I, I wanted to ask what? you this. Sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. When I listen to um, when I listen to Dirty Caviar, yeah, uh, number one yeah. phenomenal title. Indeed, for sure. But when I listen to Dirty Caviar, a lot of gems, yeah. a lot of jewels. Indeed. What I said before, grown man rap. Yeah, like this ain't no little boy. Yeah. Like Indeed. if you ain't really been through nothing, or you ain't you, if you're not ready for it, you won't understand it. Right. You know, but it's for bars sure. there too. Yes. One thing I and you, you actually, I meant to tell, compliment you on this earlier. You have a um, unique ability to um, keep up with the times and what's going on currently in music. Indeed. Like, you're, to me, you're a lyricist. For sure. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. To me, you're a lyricist. Mm-hmm. And most lyricists usually, like I said, they stick to the 16, hook 16. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily do that. Nah. You do a six, you did six songs in 15 minutes. Indeed. And it was straightforward to the point. Right. Um, stylistic. Yeah, it was right. innovative. And like I said, it was dope. That's super dope, And bro. one thing I wanted to ask you is just, with you, as you said before, mm-hmm. you don't care about the money. You cool on music like you mm-hmm. do it because you love it. Right. Does that give you a sense of, like, freedom as far as what you create? Because you make very positive, very motivated, yes. very, real, honestly, beautiful music. Yes. So is the fact that you just like, you know what, I'm doing this because I love it, like, just being a grown, mature man, has mm-hmm. has that kind of changed the music that you make, or have you always been this way? Like, do you feel like you have more freedom now that you're at, not that you weren't at peace before, mm-hmm. but that you're truly at peace with what you've done? Okay, so. So I know it's a even, lot of even, No, 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 indeed. So I'm, I'm going to put it all, I'm going to sum it up for you, which is wild, because it's like, everything that I've been through, everything that I dealt with is in the music. Man, like, if you wanted to know me, you would know me through my music. And I've never been, like, an extracurricular fabricator. Like, nah, I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't do it. It's not true to me. Yeah, because you live real life. Exactly, for sure. So it wasn't true to me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, I'm not going to lie to you now, so why would I lie in my music? Fair. I'm very transparent mm-hmm. all the time. So it's like anybody that need to know a story, bro, anybody that knows me will tell you, like, nah, he going to say it how it is. Yeah. He's sharp, though. He rigid. Like, he going to cut you in some way, shape, or form. If, if you cross him or if, if he need to say something, he's going to say it. Bro, I've been getting reprimanded about that my whole life. Mm-hmm. I'm just ain't holding no punches, bro. So when I started actually putting it into my music, to me, that was me expressing myself and being able to do it and not giving a fuck who was listening. Because the people who want to hear it, they going to listen. For a fact. It's in my rotation. Indeed. So it's like people who really want to see what it's it's about and it's relative music. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when you say grown man music, you know, it's like if you can listen to it and be like, yo, that's giving me a mature vibe, Mm -hmm. but maybe I could use this jewel he just dropped. Mm in my everyday life, mm-hmm. that's fire. Versus it being like, you rapping about how many hoes you fucking in. The bitch is this shit. Another nigga, first of all, 
your bitch ain't your bitch if another nigga fucking on her, first of all. So, like, all this extracurricular stuff, they be, oh, your bitch. And, like, first of all, that ain't my bitch. If she go, if she, go if she fuck you, that ain't even our bitch. She your bitch now. But she ain't even your bitch. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so we ain't even about to do all that. To me, that's not reality for me. You feel me? And it's like dudes wake up and get in their living room and rap about things that they wish they could do. But then when if, even if it's presented to them, they can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Everybody that say they rich ain't rich. Mm-hmm. Everybody that say they broke ain't broke. And everybody who say they street ain't street. Yeah, exactly. Everybody that say they bout that life ain't bout that life. Mm-hmm. When you really put in a position where you got to do that, bro, mm-hmm. that survival mode, some of them ain't built for it, man. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't it ain't that. It, it, was, it was done personally to pull your card. But if somebody personally, like, you trying to come, you can put the try it. Y'all see, try it. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to get everything you're looking for. And then some. Exactly. Plus tax. Versus, versus mm-hmm. somebody that you could present that same situation to, mm-hmm. and they're going to be trying to reason and get out of it. And, oh, oh, nah, it's just music. Mm-hmm. It ain't just music for me, man. It's really my life mm-hmm. on that wax, bro. Oh, like, on them tracks, that's my life. That's where I'm at with it. And... I'll be honest with you, it might not sound like much to most, but it mean the world to me. And I can leave it like, that's like the book of Eli, bro. I'll be honest with you. When my kids get older or my kids get to a point where they can understand it, mm-hmm. they'll know where their dad was at that time. Four, five. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I do the music, man. I, I'm, I'm leaving a journal mm-hmm. on, on on wax and mm-hmm. the, the music, man. So yeah, that's it, man. It's, and it's, like I said, it's dope music. I appreciate it. Like yeah. dirty, dirty caviar though. Like even the name. Yeah. Alone. Remember like, when I said I was like dirty? I was like I like that. Yeah, because yeah. you got to think about it. Like yeah. When when you think about it's the an oxymoron. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we think about the, the like the rich it's, people it's and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they have that. They they can eat caviar all day. They they could pay for that, but mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of dirt behind that behind money. That money. Mm-hmm. Indeed, you know what I mean. And then it's like the people on the bottom that can't even. You know what I mean? You you probably won't ever eat caviar. You know what I mean? The kind of caviar they eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They got caviar with gold flakes in it. Like, gold you know gold is actually good for you. I know, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like they got, but no. but it's two two three bands. Yeah. For a small container. I'm good on that. Yeah. yeah. So you gotta think about it. But it's like yo, you know, when people go through those modes, you know, it's it's like you said, it's oxymoron. So it's like I'm rich within my livelihood. Mm-hmm. It don't matter what container it come in. It mm-hmm. don't matter what you put what you put in it. And all the dirt and grime and everything that is around it mm-hmm. still don't take away from my riches. What I tell you, walk in your walk in, walk in your royalty. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Us as kings, you know what I mean, young king, mm-hmm. uh, king as in, as in growth, like when you start walking into those you know, that, those realms, those rooms, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no reason for you to dumb yours down because somebody else, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You got to make that make that make sense, man. Yeah, well, I'm not about to stop being who I'm about to be, especially if I'm coming in humble and respectful just because of the way you feel. Exactly. To not hurt your feelings. Or who somebody told you you are. Yeah. 
who do you, but yeah, like that's why I tell people, like, I, I know what I look at when I look in the mirror. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I live in my sure. truth. That's mm-hmm. it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So when you look mm-hmm. at those situations, mm-hmm. it's like all of that is in the music, man. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. So, I mean, I could tell people to go listen all day. Mm-hmm. You could tell them to go listen all day, day, but if they don't go type that in, mm-hmm. it's on them. It's on them. P, um, just to wrap things up, yes, um, I always, when I, whenever I have a chance to um, speak to people who are very skilled or knowledgeable in something, I always like to give them a platform to be able to express it. Mm-hmm. Um, the way we got brought together was just by going to the same gym. Yes, sir. You know, and yeah. you know, I remember, I never forget it. I seen you get up on that pull-up bar mm-hmm. and just. Mm, you know, just for those who don't know, pull-ups are a true sign of strife. Yes, one, one, like a tr- the true test of strife. You know what I'm saying? That's yes. that inner strength. You, you, you can go find somebody who can go put up 225 on bench, but they might struggle to do a pull-up or two. Yes, so, sir. Just for the listeners. But yeah, I never forget it. And then, you know, like I said, you just, I seen you up on that pull-up bar. I'm like, he different. Yeah. Yeah, with the Indeed. way you jumped up there and got up on it, like I said, and just how you, <laughs> how you go from doing the different movements and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk about the gym? Uh, why you love it, why everybody should um, do something in order to overall better their health and what the gym has taught you about life? Okay. I know it's a little bit of a loaded question, so we can can break that down at a a time. Yeah. So, I mean, I I fell in love with the gym. Yeah. Um, My love was was like, you know, life. Mm. Trials, tribulations, you know what I mean? A lot of different things happened along the way. And uh, I can't say I had to find something else to love on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I lost a lot. You know what I mean? No family issues, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? All that type of stuff. And in between time and the meantime, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a test of your sanity. It's a test on your st- your sanity. Like, what are you going to do with all this idle time that you have? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, a little bit in depth with that. Like, you know, just, you know, situations with my kids' mothers and... The law enforcement, I got a situation with that going on and, you know, losing a lot of the things that I worked very hard to gain. But one thing I know is, you know, investing in yourself, though, that's like forever. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So I had to really get to a mindset where I had to utilize that and also the knowledge that I accumulate to help influence and push other individuals who want to get to the you know, a, a, a higher plateau, mm-hmm. or not a plateau, but a higher platform, or a higher place in their life mm-hmm. with without, like, um, losing their way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if I had the knowledge that showed up, everything I do in life is based off experience. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So if I'm not putting the work in, I can't give it to you. But it's based off of the image that I'm giving them. Mm-hmm. When people look at me, they ask questions. Yo, bro, your arm's mad big, like, what you do to do that? Mm-hmm. Yo, your chest, first thing I notice, or your, your traps, or, you know, they ask questions. So when they ask questions, one thing that I was always taught, mm-hmm. whether it's money, fortunes, gold, all that different stuff, you can't take it with you. So, like I said, the jewels and the money and the riches, mm-hmm. the stuff that people use as material things, everything with me is more spiritual mm-hmm. and you know, information and things that I can give to other people. Mm-hmm. So I always say I can't take it with me, so I would rather give it to other people. Give it to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the gym has the gym has been my therapy. Mm-hmm. The gym has got my mind out of a lot of binds, man. Like when the when the dark thoughts get to creeping, yeah, you gotta you gotta put them to sleep early. So to let that frustration out, um, you know, 
even if it's just something um, that might be hindering me that day. I might have woke up a certain way or, you know what I'm saying, fit, like emotional. And one thing that I want to speak on too before that, but just like the mental health, and especially when it comes to us men, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's been one thing as far as good, really good for me with that with that part. But mm-hmm. I know too connecting with other people such as myself, you know what I'm saying, or whoever, you know what I'm saying, any other life form that revolves in the gym, whether it's male or female, you know what I'm saying? If I could give them something that can help them, by all means, I'm gonna give them that, you know, that, that little bit of information, but the gym has helped me tremendously. And just for the people who who are either planning on getting into that realm or actually in that realm, yo, love on yourself. Consistency is key and utilize that gym as a place for you to go ahead and get your health together mentally and physically. Like, you know, a lot of it is in the kitchen, you know what I'm saying, what you're putting in your body. But as long as you you stay active, whether it's a mile a day, which they say a mile a day, keep the dock away. Mm-hmm. Whether it's 10 push-ups a day to 20 push-ups to 50 push-ups to 100 push-ups, start putting that work in and you're going to see results, man. And it's just like, yo, when you when you could get to a point where you could zone out mm-hmm. and just do that mm-hmm. for a minute, take a brief moment for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what I want to tell everybody. Like, just take a brief moment. That 30, 45 minutes you spend scrolling on your phone, you could spend 30, 40 minutes doing a small workout or a walk or a jog or, you know, just, just enjoying some air, some fresh air. Get out the house, man. Like, those things right there, because once you start, like they say, I believe it's 21 days form a habit. Yeah. So just do it for 21 days and watch yourself. It's going to be feeling like you're cheating on your, your, your spouse. You're cheating on your girl or your, your yeah, or you're cheating on something after you do it in repetition. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much, you know what I'm saying, where I'm at with it, man. The gym is the best place to be, especially right now, because ain't nothing going on outside. Mm-hmm. Might as well go ahead and put that work in. Nah, for a fact, mm-hmm. man. Nah, I appreciate that, Pete. Thank you, because, you know, another piece of advice I try to give people, don't be too proud to ask. Indeed. Like, you sure. know, and then, um, you know, you got to check your ego at the door. Like, I remember seeing you. I'm like, man, I was like, I wonder if I should. I was like, I know he could teach me some things. I was like, I wonder if I should ask him if I can come get some work. And I'm like, man. Then I looked over there. I'm like, man, let's do squat 315 for reps or probably more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's do bench 300 60 pounds for reps. I'm like, man, I'm going to do is ask. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing he could do is either work with me a little bit, work with me where I'm at, or, you know, we can get on two separate whatever is. We can add, take weight off, even though if I work out with you, we put plates. Right. But, you know, <laughs> um, I just told myself, like, you know what? Like, you know, don't be too proud. Right. You know, I was Indeed. like, don't be too proud. And, you know, don't, don't, um, you know, don't think that, don't be too proud and, you know, just ask. And you yeah. know what I'm saying? I got to lock it in with you and, you know, the little bit of work I thought I was doing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was like, man, like, working out with you, I was like, man, this is this is the way, you know, you're really going to get results. Indeed, and, you know, sure. I went from doing banded pull-ups for, you know, a uh, session well, or two to, yeah, yeah, you know, even though I still got to kind of do a good job at keeping my legs situated, yeah. I'm pretty much pulling the majority of my weight, you know Indeed. what I'm saying? No, nah, you're doing a great job yeah. now, man. You uh, came a long way, like, in, in, in a short amount of time, like I said, yeah, a, couple, for a, co- a couple of weeks. Yeah. And, I mean, what, it's been, what, almost three weeks now, maybe? Yeah. 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 So like that first week you, mm-hmm. you struggled a little bit, but then that yeah. next week you did a little better. And this week though, you surprised yeah. me today, man. Definitely. So I, I, I definitely, yo, nah, for real. Yeah. You, my man surprised me, 
you, man. He did hit a nice little number on the bench. Mm -hmm. Definitely was that uh, 245. 245. 245. That's it, boy. That right there. But mm -hmm. I, I keep it, you know, I keep putting that to you. You're yeah. stronger than you think. Yeah, I think, yeah. And, you know, you've taught me the power of words. Exactly. So, you know, even like the one day we was on the push up, what's the name? Even though I was struggling, I stood up after I got through, after I pushed, did my last little, yo, P, I'm here. Indeed. You know, sure. and then when I go into the gym, P, I'm going to try it. Indeed. And I know, uh, P, I'm going to try it. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just going into it with confidence. And as mm -hmm. you said before, it's a mental thing. Right. And it, it's, it's crazy, though, because yeah. for, the, for the watchers, the, you know, the listeners and the watchers, though, that's my biggest thing is really just looking at it like, hey, yo, it's wild. Mm -hmm. It's wild that... Um, when you when you when you look at the situation mm -hmm. of how you came in and everything, and people be thinking like, "Yo, mm -hmm. he gon' he gonna kill me. Mm -hmm. He gonna do this. He gonna do that." And I nah, bro. But my 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 biggest thing is making sure you can do what you can do mm -hmm. when you doing it. And yeah, that's that. And we'll go from there for sure. Gotcha. Well, P, look, as always, um, I really appreciate having you being able to come on and come have a conversation. I got more to say. Yes, sir. Um, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything you want to tell the listeners? You want to look into the camera? Any way they can follow you on some socials? Any um, thing you're trying to promote? Any brands, business thing? Yeah, anything? Well, basically, you know, I mean, you guys can find me on all major platforms as far as the music go mm -hmm. at uh, King under King Persona. Mm -hmm. Actually, you can type in King Persona also on YouTube. But uh, right now, my socials are down. I'm, I've been under the radar. Okay. So I'm pretty much rogue right now. Mm -hmm. But you can find me on those platforms. If you reach out, cool. I definitely, you know what I mean, like, subscribe, do what you do. Mm -hmm. I will be back up and running soon, but I've, I've been on a spiritual journey. So it's been it's, it's been quite, quite crazy. But you know what I'm saying? So November 19th, around that time, it'll be one year mm -hmm. of pure sobriety and not staying Amen. out the way. You know what I'm saying? So yes, sir. once all that is done and over with, then mm -hmm. I start thinking about delving back in. But for the most part, mm -mm, I, not right now, but YouTube and uh, all major music platforms, so Apple Music, mm -hmm. um, Spotify. Spotify, you know what I mean? Uh, a few other ones, too. Uh, iTunes. Okay. Um, Are you on Amazon, too? Amazon, okay. Amazon Music. Anywhere, anywhere. L literally type in King Persona, music, any type of, you know what I mean? Any type of, pretty much if you Google King Persona, it should come up. It's going to pop up. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, P, as I said before, I appreciate you for being here. Um, also, too, P, you a barber. You got any content? Oh, yeah. I was going to yeah. say, right now, say, you know yeah. what I'm saying, which is on the uh, Building Bonds Barbershop. But for the most part, yeah, I've been cutting hair, like I said, for 22 years. Mm -hmm. You can get in touch with me, Paris the Barber, on uh, the Cut app, T-H-E. C-U-T. Mm -hmm. You go in there, you know what I mean? You can book straight out, you know what I mean? Just make sure you announce who you are. Let me know where you where you saw me at. Mm -hmm. um, we, we can go from there pretty much. Gotcha. Make sure y'all tap in with P, as y'all can see. He, you know what I'm saying? Paris the Barber. Skill sure. hands. Well, look, this is Paris, also known as King Persona. I'm Kato, and as always, I got more to say. <laughs>